1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Auntie Nanny. I'm going to hope that you can actually see me speaking, Uh, and I doubt it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Can anybody hear me at all?
2: They should be able to. Okay. It's going out. It says it's going out. The site says it's playing.
3: That's awesome,
1: okay, because, you know, with all the mix fun lately, it's hard telling. It only takes um, three
2: goes to get it going.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Auntie Nanny. Uh, tonight uh, with me, I have the bubbly and vivacious Miss Jeannie Kay. How are you tonight, Miss Jeannie? I'm tired and bitchy see bubbly and vivacious as always and the fantastic miss Margot gardner how are you miss Margot? ta-da ta-da okay see everybody's vibe- bubbly and vivacious tonight <laughs> and that's producer money can't buy which is good because i'm still not paying him very how are you this evening very
2: i'm good I get to see yeah, a billion you're... lives in a couple of days, and the Times newspaper's being sued.
1: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> see, there's good news on a corner Yay. of the planet somewhere. Um,
2: if you're gonna if you're gonna libel somebody, make sure one of the people that's not libelled in the article when you're a journalist is a professor of law. That's the moral of the story, folks.
4: <laughs> it's a start. Okay, <laughs> um, um, ask ask Margot about her health insurance.
3: Yeah. Oh, we're
0: not even going there. We're we're yeah. just not even going there. Um, uh, we could if you want to, but um, maybe, um no, she
4: doesn't want to. <laughs> I know Oh doesn't. no, 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 no. I know she doesn't. I just
0: got over my stroke level this afternoon, so.
3: Yeah, so, and we go
2: <laughs> off a swear filter because you know it'd explode anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we actually, don't yeah, this have would one. turn into a triple X rated replay. So. We'll we'll just say I'm not that's, happy and leave it at that.
1: That's okay. When it goes up before iTunes now, I think they just click explicit now because uh, so <laughs> well, much what of this
0: the stuff fuck I, would make them do that. I think yeah, so, they're, so, they're,
4: they're, wait a minute, though. Hold up there, Margot. Look at my replays on iTunes.
0: They're yeah, not. Yeah. Mine are. Mine well, are I would expect explicit. yours to, Jeannie, but Jan's usually
4: <laughs> a hell of a lot cleaner yeah on the other hand, um, <coughs> mine are not marked explicit and Jans are so yeah, that's kind of fucked up but okay well, I think they mean explicit because there's actual news in it. I don't know. who the hell
1: knows uh, somebody pick one.
4: Oh let's talk about let's talk about the the <laughs> Halloween costumes.
3: <laughs> okay
4: uh, Yeah,
0: only if
1: I get free rehab. well yeah (laughs) university of florida oh god i'm hanging my head in fucking shame offers counseling for students offended by halloween costumes halloween can be scary but it can also be offensive the university of florida wants students to know that counseling is available for students hoping to work past any offense taken from halloween costumes Some Halloween costumes reinforce stereotypes of particular races, genders, cultures, or religions. Regardless of intent, these costumes can perpetrate negative stereotypes, causing harm and offense to groups of people, the school's administrator wrote in a blog post. If you are troubled by an incident that does occur, please know that there are many resources available. On social media, many responded with humor or sarcasm. But the university isn't joking. Administrators want students to know that there is a 24-hour hotline available through its Counseling and Wellness Center should they need to talk. The school also has a biased education and response team to handle reports of any discriminatory incidents. If you choose to participate in Halloween activities, we encourage you to think about your choices of costumes and themes, the school's advised. It thanks students for being mindful of these values before concluding, have a fun and safe Halloween okay so my my head had hit the desk nearly too many times after I read that. Is this
4: is this the college is this the same college that the the kid had to take off his make America great hat again because it was hate speech? I thought that was a high school no 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 it was a college
1: oh That's- God I don't know but it you know it might be the school that um it might be the school where the white kid was held down by a bunch of other kids and they were trying to get him to force his uh, to uh, shave his dreadlocks off because it's cultural misappropriation.
4: How how fucking ridiculous is this? If you're, oh, my God, you're traumatized by a Halloween gas. Get the fuck over it. I'm, oh, my God. In heaven, Jan.
2: I, I have a question. I have a question. If this is their. Uh, how many people get counseling after they go to one of the football matches and the mascot's there?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't even say Good. that
4: because now, next thing you know, somebody will be fucking campaigning to get mascots taken away because, you know, they inspire terror. It's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I. Um, so, go ahead. Since,
0: since Halloween is our wedding anniversary does that mean that we get marriage counseling with psychological (laughs) counseling to go along with it maybe but only if you're at the university of
1: south South florida Florida.
4: those already margo do what it said poor steve qualifies for both of those already (laughs) i'm afraid he would
0: probably agree with you on (laughs) that one
2: Okay, and I have to say I don't. I don't know if you noticed when you're reading it out. I was having to correct the spelling.
1: <laughs> I did. CBS like,
2: News. Yeah, they like, obviously don't have a spell checker. They no, can't spell they don't. Counseling. And I
1: just, you know what? <laughs> I put I put stuff on there and I just leave it the way it's spelled. Just I don't. I, you know, I don't have many moments where I can say I think we're great, but I think we can spell well, and I think yeah. we can use spell check a lot better than these fucking yahoos
4: no so, no i got spell checked on twitter by some fuckhead that uses w-u-t and the letter r and the letter u for fucking words
1: <laughs> right so so someone who's fluent in tech speak felt the need to correct you sounds like an asshat um what i was going to say is halloween's like my favorite holiday right it, it's like my christmas you, you guys do christmas and, and all that stuff no halloween is my thing um so seeing what's happened to it, it it's just made me want to curl up in a ball and kind of cry i, mean, I feel terrible when did this happen you know
2: well I, I would pathetic. say anyone who goes to counseling because of halloween costumes if it's a decent counsellor, they just lock them in the room and force them to watch the film Halloween. Aversion <laughs> <laughs> training.
4: I get yeah. Here, over for you, Jan. Have you read my Facebook wall today? No. no. So I'm gonna I'm gonna derail you, okay? Because that's, you're gonna that's... find this hysterically fucking funny. We have we have a resident loudmouth. Um, who doesn't show up at VP Live much anymore. But anyway, so I put up this stupid little meme. A friend of mine who is vertically challenged and horizontally enhanced like I am put up this thing. And and, and it's a minion post, okay? It's Mm -hmm. the little girl from Minions. And it says, I'm a little smart ass, fat and stout. Here's my finger. Here's my mouth. When I get all worked up, I will shout, piss me off and I'll knock you out. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's funny, right? So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. So stereo comments on there. stereo of all people. Stereo says, I'm sure that any judge will totally accept the, that person hurt my feelings with words. So I brutally assaulted them defense. Let us know how that works out for you. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be a joke. It better have been a joke. I called him a crybaby.
0: Genie's <laughs> wall uh, attracts some interesting people. You know, mine attracts nobody. I'm down with that. <laughs> it's a good thing. So yeah, I'm going back into hiding after the elections. I, I don't even want to be out anymore. I don't. I'm so fucking
1: sick of talking about these asshats, and I'm I'm picking one. The peanut butter
3: lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a waste of perfectly good peanut butter. Yeah, exactly. So I am so fucking sick of hearing about this election. I just want to fucking strangle people. It's not that important. Really, whoever gets in at the top doesn't matter as much as your senators, your congressmen. We've talked about this. Before. We've also, also talked yes. like about college. college.
4: Game on your show now, Jen. Huh? They need to start doing, playing the drinking game on your show too. (laughs) Because, (laughs) because the shot content so far, it would have been, you know, triple digits. Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, you're right.
1: But I, I really am. I'm so over it. Get over it. Stop disowning your friends and family. It really is not that important. In Three or four weeks, we will be back to normal, whatever the fuck that's going to look like. And none of this will matter because there's not a fucking thing we can do to change it. That being said, woman accused of smearing... Buy some peanut butter. Yes, buy some peanut butter. Buy buy big jars of peanut butter. Woman accused of smearing peanut butter on 30 cars in bizarre anti-Trump protest. Yes, this is a true story. She was just fed up about this entire election. As protests go, this one was nutty. A woman in Amherst Junction, Wisconsin, has been charged with disorderly conduct after she allegedly spread peanut butter on 30 cars that she believed belonged to Donald Trump supporters. turned out the cars actually belonged to members of the Tomorrow River Conservation Club. Witnesses said the 32-year-old Christina Ferguson stormed into the club meeting on Monday night holding what a Partridge County deputies report described as a quote family-sized jar of low-sodium creamy natural jif according to the stevens port point city times uh, the suspect allegedly yelled at club members about how much she hated trump before being asked to leave the meeting uh ferguson complied with the request a few minutes later members started worrying she might be doing something with that family sized jar of low-sodium creamy natural jif so they ran out to the parking lot A man, identified in the official complaint as Mark Pearson, told sheriff's deputies that he saw Ferguson spreading peanut butter on one of the members' cars. He yelled at her to stop, and she walked away, only to enter a nearby apartment. Deputies went to the apartment and attempted to question Ferguson. At first, a man at the apartment claimed she had been home all night and refused to let her talk with officers, according to the arrest report. Ferguson finally answered the door, also claiming she had not left at all that night officers noted her slurred speech and a strong smell of intoxicants ferguson was also licking her fingers as she spoke the report noted after pearson fingered ferguson as the alleged peanut butter spreader officers said she admitted to interrupting the meeting and spreading peanut butter on the cars officers said ferguson grew emotional as she explained how much she loved hillary clinton and hated donald trump she then explained why she'd misused the peanut butter Peanut butter is better than firebombing, the officer quoted her as saying. She added that Trump wants to firebomb everybody in other countries. Ferguson also told the deputies that people have been terrorizing her recently, and it must be because they love Trump. The officers pointed out to her that she had interrupted a conservation meeting, not a Trump rally. She allegedly said she was sorry, but that she was just fed up with the entire election. Ferguson submitted to a breath test in the apartment and blew a point... (laughs) Wow. Wow. 0.218, 0.218, according to the report. Officers took a family-sized jar of low-sodium, creamy natural Jif found in Ferguson's apartment as evidence. They also photographed the peanut butter cars that were still in the parking lot, although many of the victims had already cleaned off their vehicles or left the premises. And despite the mess and inconvenience, Portage County Deputy Dan Katos did see the bright side. Uh, fortunately, it wasn't chunky peanut butter, so the vehicles didn't get scratched, he told the Stevens. Point city times jail records do not show ferguson's name which suggests that like her peanut butter of choice she was out in a jiff so the election the... is
4: making people nuts go ahead so am i the only person <laughs> that thought two and a half men when when you read the part about her licking the peanut butter off her finger there, there was a two and a half men episode one time where we're um Charlie busted the brother and was talking about how the, the brother used to put peanut butter on something and the family dog and oh, yeah. <laughs> my brain just <laughs> there. I am so sleep deprived. I'm
1: sorry. No, you know, I didn't think that. I just thought the election's making people insane. I stand by it. There you have point A in the adventure <laughs> chain of insanity from this election.
4: So when, when she's
2: really to... annoyed she, 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 she should use marmite. you know what that is uh, uh, she,
4: she I know really I know it's when she decided to go nuts I, I just
1: she picked a weird time and <laughs> I just love Hillary Clinton I'm like she had to be drunk because I've never met anybody who said that you know, I, I know people who don't like Trump but I've never met anybody who said I just love her. Time to smear peanut butter on people's scars. That just sounds a little, little whack.
4: Well, I, I, I just can't believe that the. I mean, there are a lot of Clinton supporters, and a lot of them are women. A lot of them are in the LGBT community. <laughs> and and here's the thing: have none of these people are willing to read the wiki, the um, the WikiLeaks, and. Here's the thing. You don't even have to do that. This woman that they think is their champion was actively against them in the not so distant past. I mean, and if you want to go back like 10 years, man, she wanted to burn them people to stake. And, And it's like, it just floors me that your sexual orientation or the color of your skin is even still a thing. I don't understand why it's even still a thing. People are just just fucking people. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yep.
1: And that's the problem with with people. But that's the problem with this election. People forget that they're just people. You know, they think that they're defined by their candidate choice. You're not. You're not defined by who represents you. You're not defined by whatever labels you stick on yourself. At one point, we were all just people. And then they started labeling us
0: yeah, and yeah. we started taking the labels to heart. Don't you think that if it was so important to have a vagina in the Oval Office, they could have found a better one? Well, Bill did. Bill found many. Apparently, he found several. In
1: the Oval but, Office.
0: Maybe, maybe one of those would have been better than his wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just saying, I. my gut tells me there are a lot of people behind her because they are so desperate to have a vagina in the Oval Office. And, you know, I could give a shit what gender, color, or whoever you are, if you're in that office doing the job, if you're competent to do the job. And there's the problem.
4: I...
1: I None more- of them are. No. There there really aren't a whole lot of people that are competent for that job, but there are some that are way less competent than others. Um and, you know, our, our two mainstream candidates seem to
0: be I don't know. A shit sandwich in a douchebag? Yeah. <laughs> Steve's over here, he says, I'm just gonna watch flat earth videos on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> It's it's bad. It it's
1: it is the worst. I can't believe this is America, right? We're supposed to be this awesome country. This was the best you could come up with. I mean Jesus, if you read the wiki dumps, even if you don't read them seriously and I do download them and read them and you know the Lamb Podesta emails make me want to just kill somebody um I wouldn't but they just they're just infuriating to read um. But even if you don't read these things closely, just the way the Democratic National Committee refers to its electorate should make you crazy. Yeah. They don't, and not just the electorate. They, and I'm pretty sure the Republicans are the same, think that they know better than everybody who elected them. And that's, that's not cool. (laughs) That's
0: not cool. Yeah. Um, So that's. And I don't know how we're going to change that, but. I don't know, but voting out hasn't worked so well.
1: So I, I, don't, I don't. They're know. not getting voted out. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe Mass, I don't know. See, I, I think this election is different. I think th- this is the one where people stand up and they go, you know, the election was robbed for my candidate. I don't feel like this is valid anymore because i gotta tell you i i i said it one night on here very heard me i said i feel like standing up and going i no longer believe in this process because like something franklin delano Roosevelt said presidents are selected not elected right they're they're selected um I refuse to participate in this process because it's a fucking joke, but by the same token, like had I not voted and I did vote, um, I wouldn't have had the ability to say, Oh dear God, no, look at the solar ballot initiative. They have Jesus. Look at it. Um, look at the medical marijuana patients, Look at that ballot initiative. I, I couldn't, in good conscience, abandon my neighbors. So everything else on that ballot mattered very little to me, except not voting for little fucking Marco Rubio. That was that was good for me. I didn't vote for him. I felt really good about it because he's been shitty.
0: He's been a shitty Maybe it's the same people that are behind all these nuclear physics reports <laughs> that are coming out. That are behind <laughs> all of it. I mean, that that makes sense to me. <laughs> that thing's ridiculous, isn't it? You want to do that one? I, yeah, yeah. That that was a let me slam my head in the wall here moment. Yeah. Okay. Nuclear physics conference.
1: Accept paper written by iOS autocomplete. Most academic papers read like tedious, tedious gibberish, and that includes. Christoph Bartek's most recent incomprehensible work. Unlike most others, though, it was never supposed to make sense. The fake abstract for a paper on nuclear physics was written using Apple's iOS autocomplete, a software that suggests words based on the previous word used. While Bartnick achieved the ultimate lazy student's dream, his bizarre work quickly turned into the International Conference on Atomic and Nuclear Physics Nightmare. The organizers of the very real and official conference sent an email a few hours ago to him after he submitted the alarmingly and vaguely titled atomic energy will have been made available to a single source requesting his attendance at an upcoming conference the acceptance email for the abstract reads eerily like still another autocomplete project a pleasant day to you thank you for your interest in submitting an abstract for the upcoming scientific session I'm glad to inform you that your abstract has been approved for the oral presentation at the International Conference on Atomic and Nuclear Physics. Kindly confirm your slot for presentation by registering to the conference. For details regarding registration and the proceed with the registration, please follow the link. For any sort of assistance, feel free to contact me. Have a great day. Talk about a missing link. Never want to complete another sentence. Barnick remained humble when describing the contents which merited such public celebration. Since I had practically no knowledge of nuclear physics, I resorted to iOS autocomplete function to help me writing this paper. He noted in a blog post, the abstract has a delightfully sweet, if delirious tone scientist. And I have been very good to me today. I hope I have to work on tomorrow after work today so far, but I'm, still going for tomorrow night at work today, but I'm not going home, and I'm a good friend and a great time for the rest I have been doing. The work ends with a hauntingly insightful commentary on power worth further study. Power is not a great place for a good time. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, things that make you go, what the fuck? So, dodgy science, y'all. Well, Very- there's
2: a journalist I can't remember his name, who for years now has been deliberately getting spoof articles put into journals Mm -hmm. to test the peer review process basically and yeah (laughs) he he has a high hit rate of getting complete crap published in journals (laughs) completely made up (laughs) shit that's that's what he does well his stuff's appeared (laughs) in about a dozen journals Mm. funnily enough he's one of the people that's quite worried about the whole journal fiasco at the minute with peer review and well, this, this is the same sort of thing. Although yeah. a bit more extreme. Inviting him to a conference.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, what disturbs me even more is the language that these physicists use to invite him to this conference. It's horrible.
2: Yeah, you see, this is why people find likes of Brian Cox so intriguing and lovely. Because he can actually speak English. Clearly, because, yet yeah, when you talk to a lot of people who work in science, yeah, you don't get a lot of sense out of them if you try to have a normal conversation, because they, I don't know why. Uh, they they don't real world, I think, is, is the closest you can say. They're, they're, they're so busy thinking abstract thoughts, they can't do normal ones anymore. <laughs>
1: They don't real world. Well, yeah. there you go. Um, and yeah, I, I went
2: to university. I know a lot nuclear of really physicist. smart people. Yeah.
0: What were you saying, Margo? I said tomorrow I too will like to maybe be a <laughs> nuclear physicist. Yeah. All you need is
1: iOS autocomplete, baby. And, and you, you can probably be a world famous physicist.
2: Just... Say something random about dark energy, dark matter, dark drift, something like that. You'll get in no problem. Yeah. That's the latest well, halt guy, thing, you know.
1: That guy didn't even do that. No. genie <laughs> <laughs> pick one.
4: Oh, let me see. What else in here did I think was just absolutely <laughs> insane? <laughs> Uh, hmm. there oh, yeah, no, the blind lady, because this one really, <laughs>
3: this
4: is just <laughs> wrong on many levels.
1: Yeah, you, you think, you, you think the blind lady is wrong on many
4: levels. No, 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 no not the blind lady's wrong. I, no, no, think no, 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 no,
1: no, I know what you, you're saying. Okay, so
3: <clears throat>
1: I'm not even going to preface this. APS to blind mother, walking kids to school is your responsibility. Daphne Todd, a single mother of three school-aged children, lost the last of her eyesight in 2013. She navigates her home in southwest Atlanta only by shuffling her feet across the familiar terrain. Without a guide, she cannot make her way in the outside world. She certainly cannot accompany her children, ages 9, 8, and 5, to and from their school, half a mile away, on a street with no sidewalks and heavy traffic. But Atlanta school system has repeatedly denied Todd's request to provide bus service. So her children have been absent from the Continental Colony Elementary School since August 9th, nine weeks and counting. Attorneys with Atlanta Legal Aid filed a lawsuit on Todd's behalf last week, alleging that the Atlanta public school's failure to reasonably accommodate Todd and her children violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. A hearing Thursday... The lawyers will ask a federal judge to order the district to immediately provide transportation. In a response filed late Tuesday, lawyers for APS said Todd's request would cause incredible harm and disruption. Helping Todd, the district said, opens the door to countless claims from other parents. Most ADA cases against school systems involved alleged discrimination against students the U.S. Justice Department, for instance, recently sued Georgia, claiming that by segregating some disabled students in its <clears throat> psychoeducational schools, the state is violating the ADA. The dispute, this dispute, stems from a very liberal interpretation of APS policy that reflects state law. The district offers bus service only to students who live outside a certain parameter, one to one and a half miles from their school. Anyone who lives inside the walk zone, the district's transportation chief tell Todd, is ineligible to ride a bus. And according to the lawsuit, he added, ineligible means ineligible. District policy also requires adult supervision for young children, the lawsuit said. But lawyers wrote to APS in September. Ms. Todd does not have any other family members or trusted friends who are available to walk her children to school in her steed. When the family lived in the other school attendant zones in Atlanta, the lawsuit said, officials officials off altered the bus routes to accommodate Todd's disability this year though no one is willing to bend the role Todd 37 is diagnosed with retinal detachment in 2002 over time inflammation and glaucoma blinded her in both eyes she registered her children at continental colony in July a few weeks after moving into the neighborhood when she asked about bus service the lawsuit said she was told bus routes had not yet been set On August 3rd, the first day of the school year, the children's father, who lives on the other side of town, walked Todd and the children to school. That, according to the lawsuit, is when Todd first learned her children wouldn't be allowed to ride the bus. For the next three days, the father took time off work to drop off and pick up the children at Continental Colony, but he said he could not accompany them every day. So the children, who are supposed to be in fourth grade, third grade, and pre-K, haven't been to school since. The district proposed an alternative in mid-September, the lawsuit said a walking pool in which another parent would accompany Todd's children. Todd was not comfortable handing her children over to a stranger, a stranger she could not see. And it turned out the pool really consisted of only a couple of other students who would walk along with Todd's. When Todd rejected the alternative, the lawsuit says the district officials told her APS would provide no accommodations. In its response, response- APS-, APS disputed few of Todd's allegations. Hoverett said her children rode a bus to the other APS schools only because the walk zones were deemed unsafe. John Franklin, the district's executive director for transportation, said in an affidavit that he walked the route between Todd's home and Continental Colony. During his 10-minute walk, he said he saw no safety concerns. If Todd's children had their own bus stop, APS said, it would be very difficult, if not impossible, to prevent non-disabled students of non-disabled parents from also boarding the bus, which could lead to overcrowded buses. Most of the district's response, however, disputes Todd's contention that denying bus service violates the ADA. The district said Todd's disability should give no advantage to her children. The response contains several hypothetical examples of how other disabled parents might request unreasonable concessions. For example, this might include a parent with anxiety disorder in the walk zone requiring the district to transport his non disabled child so he would not be late for work, APS said. Or the district claimed a blind parent who can't assist a child with homework might sue to get special help. The potential for abuse, APS said, presents an untenable scenario for the district with limited resources to accompany any number of requests by disabled parents, derivatively applying their personal
4: rights to their children. And see, what what in the actual actual fuck? Yeah, yeah. What in the actual fuck? Um, Because here's the thing. I wonder if this lawyer has requested the school budgeting records because I promise you her school taxes are just as much as somebody who lives on the bus route. Do you know what that means? That means her fucking school taxes are paying for them goddamn school buses. That's what that means. And yep, yep. When, that, when that little fact got pushed in the town where I was a school director, guess what happened? Every fucking kid in the school district who wants to ride a bus can now ride a bus.
0: Yeah, just... It's stupid. I remember decades ago when I was in junior high, um, the side of the street we lived on was the cutoff, so you could not ride the bus, but if you walked across the street, you could. So every day for a year and a half, I just simply walked across the street and was there at the bus stop. Um, this shit is so stupid, though. This woman is blind, I, I, and there are no fucking sidewalks. So there's something else. If it's a busy road, there's no sidewalks, How are other kids walking to school? Are they walking through other people's yards? Because that's not really all that kosher either. Thought.
1: Thought. Yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. I mean,
4: they're all, all all schools have the, they have the discretion to pick and choose. Unfortunately, they do. I mean, and they can say, okay, um, when, when you know, when little Johnny's mom goes and says, well, how come little Johnny can't ride the bus? Because she doesn't want to put asshole little Johnny in her car or walk him to school. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, because you can see and she's blind. They, yeah, they, yeah. they have... The responsibility of making these accommodations on a case-by-case basis, and this one is absolute bullshit. And and the examples they gave are even more oh, insulting to the blind yeah, yeah. lady.
2: I, I I think you know, uh, it, if it ever comes to it, if a judge hears this case, she get all the people from the school the directorship you should just say right uh, I want you to do you go about your daily business leading a blindfold let's see how you do <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just I mean I was floored when I read this I was like I can't I can't be reading this right it's got to be a spoof no it, it's it's actual news I, I don't you know everybody I don't want to say this to sound mean nobody will ever be exactly the same as anybody else, right? No matter how hard you try to make people equal um, under the eyes of the law or under the eyes of each other, that is never going to happen. So pretending that you can make everybody equal with this law is ridiculous. And then you're deliberately punishing and hurting those three kids that should be at school i just i'm just blown away by it i mean if you're paying your taxes and the state is supposed to provide education maybe they should send tutors to the home for those kids since they don't want to since they don't want to appear to be you know playing favorites this might be a way to go Homeschool. school oh, yeah. don't, even,
4: don't even get me started on tutors because when alexis broke her leg mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the the hospital was three miles beyond what they would send a tutor. And Alexis ended up in traction in the hospital for 22 days. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: She missed five too many days of school and had to repeat the grade because during the 22 days that she was in traction, they would not send a tutor those extra miles.
1: Um, fuck you know if you're paying your taxes on the assumption that you're going to get equal service you're wrong and maybe that's the thing we can't make people equal but shouldn't i don't know i realize everybody has a limited school budget or whatever but it seems to me if they're so fucking concerned about these kids a teacher could stop by and pick them up and take them with them to school if they don't want to send a
4: fucking bus and and it's not and it's not all on the school Mm -hmm. okay a lot of times it's not all on the school um a lot of times it's on the state as well because again let's let's go over the fact that the state of pennsylvania put the teacher's retirements accounts in the fucking stock market and (laughs) the stock market went to shit do you think the state of pennsylvania put that money back Hell no, no, they didn't. They told the school districts, the school districts have to put the money back. (laughs) And where's the school district going to get this money from? Oh, that's right. They're going to take it out of their existing budget, or they're going to raise school taxes. Which means we put the money in there once with our taxes. Let's just do it again, because the state wasn't fiscally responsible. But, you know. Okay,
1: but but that is that's their alleged complaint here is that they can't be fiscally responsible while providing for these three children i i don't think this lady is asking for a lot you know really and i'm kind of
0: surprised that uh, local blind groups haven't See, that forward. was the first thing that went across my mind was why hasn't the local blind association picked in on this? Because they usually have a lot of resources. Um, it's like, why couldn't the schools have gotten a hold of them and said, hey, look, uh, is there anything you can do to help out here? Yeah. But it's just like they went, fuck it. We're not doing anything. It's your problem, not ours. Yeah.
2: The brilliant thing and, I, I see in this is, right, so the guy from the school said he did the 10 minute walk. And all that you couldn't see any concerns. So It's a ten minute walk, so she's fairly close to the school. So what, detouring one of the buses, making it an extra three minutes on its journey time, is too much for the school. I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: I don't know. It just seems to me they could convene a meeting and redraw the borders just a little bit, so it just... You know what I mean? It just went around and then it circled around her house, but not everything else around it. I mean, I know parents will bitch, but Jesus, I, I don't know. It seems well, like it's th- blind.
3: What the fuck?
1: it just seems like there's a lot of things that could have been done and her neighbors must suck ass. Oh yeah. That's all I got to say. Her neighbors must be really shitty. If you know, this is okay. How can her, her neighborhood not be rallying around her? That's what I don't get. You know what I mean? And I'm not just harkening back to a time where I lived on a farm and everybody took care of everybody else. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying common decency. You know? Yeah. I'm not saying you should force that behavior, but
4: common decency should come into this somewhere, shouldn't it? Well, and I mean, and we're not we're not talking about some unrealistic. Free gimme! We've got a blind lady that wants to get her kids to school. What? What is so damn difficult about that? You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, uh, can we? Can we do the burglar story next? Because that one, that one, that's that's really funny, and I need something funny. The very last one. This yes, one. Ma'am? Yes, ma'am.
1: Okay. So, just so you know, um, I'm with this shop owner. Uh, I, I think he <laughs> was perfectly within his fucking rights.
4: Me too. Up, up. Yay yay for the bicycle shop owner. Uh, okay.
1: Burglars, say shop owner, tortured them, made them strip naked after they broke into store. Orange County, Florida. Really, we could have called this show What the Fuck, Florida. A burglary call (laughs) at an Orange County business ended with the arrests of not only the suspects who broke in, but the owner of the bicycle shop and two others as well. The culprits claim the owner tortured them for hours before calling 911. They claim the owner of the bike shop made them strip down of their underwear, beat them, and held them at gunpoint for more than two hours. According to the arrest of David, Jose Gonzalez, Michael Eller, Jose Gonzalez, 27, and Michael Eller, 28, admitted to deputies that they broke into the gas bike shop on North Orange Blossom Trail early Sunday morning. Once inside, they were confronted by shop owner Robert Antley, who was waiting for them with a gun. According to the report, Antley told deputies that he had been sleeping inside his store due to several prior burglaries there. But instead of calling 911 to report the break ins, Eller and Gonzalez told deputies Antley allegedly made the two men strip down of their underwear and face a wall. The report said the burglars told deputies Antley jabbed the gun into both men's sides and threatened to kill them. Eller told deputies that at least an hour passed before Antley's brother, Joshua, 24, and his girlfriend, Catherine Polico, showed up. Eller and Gonzalez said they were then led to a bathroom in the back of the store where they were beaten for more than an hour. I, if you're stripped naked... I'm assuming you take off your watch, too. How do you know? Okay. Antley claimed his cell phone battery was dead and claimed the men had cut his phone wires at the shop, the report said. Antley told deputies he called 911 when his brother arrived, but the deputies said they were not able to corroborate his statements. WFTV legal analyst Bill Schaefer said property owners have a right to protect themselves. They're allowed allowed to engage in conduct that is reasonable, necessary, and lawful to protect yourself or your property. But one may argue that these efforts were neither reasonable nor lawful, Schaefer said. Antley bonded out on, of jail on Monday afternoon. His brother and his girlfriend remained jailed. Helner and Gonzalez remain in the
4: Orange County Jail. Go ahead. Do, ahead. do, do, do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> See, and here's the thing is this this poor guy is sleeping in his business gotcha. because he has had several break ins. Which, obviously, not much had been done about. And, yeah, yeah. and the, the robbers, evidently, had not been caught. And this had not been put a stop to. So, <laughs> I don't blame this dude for saying, you know what? I'm going to make these motherfuckers pay. They're not going to come back in here and do this <laughs> yeah, shit yeah. to me again. And did he did he maybe go a little overboard? Yeah. I Yeah, he probably did. And the sad reality is he's probably going to get fucking sued and he's going to lose. And that's that's going to be the pathetic thing is he is going to end up in civil court over this bullshit. And and he yay, yay bicycles, dude. You know, I I don't blame you a bit, fella. I personally, you know, you probably should have shot him in the ass, but that got you sued, too. (laughs)
1: Well, there's nothing that won't get you sued, but go ahead.
2: Yep. I will say shooting them probably would have caused less issues overall. Yeah. Because then, uh, you know, if I you're having problems, that. you get the NRA to help you out. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> some years I... back around here, we had a rash of pharmacies getting robbed. And one of them, she's Bob had been in business since the beginning of time had been targeted repeatedly and so he started keeping a gun at work and some thug came in to rob him and he bent over like he was getting something pulled the gun out and blew his kneecap off and the guy started screaming you you fucking shot me in the knee and bob Luke dame said shut up or i'll shoot the other one
3: <laughs> and, and you know and
0: he never got robbed again so but that's the thing right. He should have shot
1: But that's the thing. I think he wanted to put fear of God in these criminals. And he wanted the story spread around other criminals.
0: You don't touch that bike shop. That guy's fucking crazy. Well, I think blowing their kneecaps out would have probably done the same thing. I'm sure, but it probably wouldn't have been
1: nearly as satisfying as... And how do they know they were beaten for an hour? That's what I want to know. That doesn't even make any sense. You know, when I get undressed for the evening... Or when I take off my clothes, you know, I take off my watch and my jewelry too, um, yeah. just because that's how I sleep. Um, and I I can't imagine getting undressed but leaving your watch on so you could check. What I, I don't know. It just it's it seems.
4: Well, and, and don't I think just, I just have so little give a fuck for these guys. I mean, you were. You broke into someone's business, your yes, yes. livelihood, how they feed their family to steal yes, yes. their shit. I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for you. I, I just don't.
1: Yeah, I don't. I just I thought I thought the story was actually funny. I mean, you you get a sense from this how warped my sense of funny is because it's not really funny. It's kind of like, what the fuck? Um, can I pick one? What's your show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, just cause you know, I, I it, it'll be a quick one. I, I'm not sure. I put on the show notes that I was going to talk about the si- the science one. That'll be, that'll be super fun.
4: Oh yeah. Um... Let's see. This is kind of fucking funny, too, you? The one I picked? Yes. <laughs>
1: I think so, too. So, yeah. you know... <laughs> it's perfect for Halloween. Okay. California woman carrying human skull on stick prompts investigation. <laughs> I just love the title. A woman, <laughs> a woman in Sacramento, California... Though this week carried a human skull on a stick walking through the streets has prompted an investigation (laughs) into the identity of the deceased and the cause of death, police said on Friday. Sacramento Picks! I want (laughs) picks! Sacramento Police Department officers on Wednesday responded to the 2900 block of Connie Drive after receiving reports of a woman walking down the street with the skull. When stopped by police, the woman led them to a nearby abandoned homeless camp where she found the skull. Police soon discovered a decomposed body in the vacant lot, they said. Detectives had not released the name of the woman who was in possession of the skull, and she has not been charged with anything at this time, the police department said in a statement. Fall play has not been determined, therefore we are awaiting the Sacramento County coroner's report for further information. The coroner's report is expected to be released next week. I'm sorry, I just think that shit's hilarious. Just the title. Woman walking down the street with a skull on a stick. Prompted this.
4: I'm just surprised really? if anybody called the cops. Being as it's October, that's that's the thing that gets me. Is it's like it's freaking October. It's Halloween. How, how, but why are they need Yeah, but <laughs> why didn't they? But you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be all freaked out if I saw somebody walking down the street carrying a skull right now. I mean, I wouldn't know whether it was real or fake.
1: Oh, come on, Jeannie. We live in a time, in a society where a man walking down the street with a cane prompts schools to be put on lockdown. A 79 year old guy who got a fucking hip replacement, you know, who's out getting his exercise near the school. And people are like, he had a gun. Really? A cane looks like a gun to you. So, if people are freaking out over stupid shit like that, you think that same kind of person isn't going to freak out over seeing somebody walking around with a skull on a stick?
2: Be fair, I do know somebody that has a cane gun.
4: Yeah,
1: well...
2: (laughs) They were very popular in the Victorian era.
1: Mm -hmm. They were. Yeah, but this is not... I would like one too, but I'm just saying, you know... Actually have one with a big knife. That's kinda of, kinda of fun. No comment. But
4: <laughs>
1: guess who has one, obviously. But um you know, I, I don't consider myself surprised at that. I think I'm more surprised at the woman who was vacuuming.
2: Oh yeah, that's a brilliant story. Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh God. The, the the other the science one is, is pretty freaking good too. Yeah. You guys pick. What do
1: you
0: want to do next? Because I know y'all have to leave soon. Jeannie has to leave before I do, so let's do the car wash one in in, in her honor.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Again, this show should have been titled What the Fuck, Florida. Woman vacuuming (laughs) gasoline sparks explosion at Titusville car wash. Titusville, Florida. Surveillance cameras at the shuttle car wash on Cheney Highway captures a potentially life-threatening situation. The Titusville car wash owner, Billy Barnwell, says that at 5 p.m. Monday, an unknown woman vacuumed gasoline from the trunk of her car, causing his vacuum to explode. What are you thinking? I think even a child would know not to do that, said the car wash customer, Cecilia Quinn, as News 6 showed her the video. It was a heck of an explosion. It burnt everything up, said Barnwell, as he showed News 6 the destroyed vacuum. If you saw the video, you've seen it. It scared the heck out of her. News 6 showed that same video to customers Wednesday. They reacted in shock to the woman's decision to vacuum gasoline. Wow, that's not good, laughed Tim Eklund. And then she just stands there and watches it. Oh, geez Louise, you're kidding me, gasped Quinn. She thought she could vacuum up gasoline. "Uh, That's not my wife, by the way, joked Dave Gooden. The owner said after the explosion, the woman drove off. No one was hurt, but the owner and customers watching the video said the decision could have been tragic. Thank God no one's standing over there. What could have happened? I don't even want to think about it. The vacuum will cost $500 to repair. Surprisingly, the woman has not returned to the car wash since.
0: Now, Jeannie, I have to ask you a question. (laughs) People don't do stupid shit at car washes, do they?
4: You mean, like, back their van in and poop in the car wash and leave? Yeah, they do.
0: (laughs) God. Well, at least she didn't vacuum up gasoline after she took a shit in the car wash.
4: (laughs) I don't, I I don't. Maybe she just thought that that lady, she needed a, the the poop lady needed a high-powered bidet. I, I have no idea. But, I mean, you know. Why Why this woman thought that it would be a brilliant idea to vacuum up um, explosive fumes with uh, a piece of equipment that builds static electricity, I, I have absolutely no idea. And why she thought it would be a better idea after that to jump in her car and leave... Um, <laughs> There's, there is no. Unfortunately, we cannot bottle and sell common sense, and it seems to be something that society as a whole <laughs> is lacking in general anymore.
0: Oh, it's gone. Lacking.
1: I mean, what I, what I, what I would really like to know, is how the fuck did
0: she get gasoline in her trunk? Well, could she have not put
4: a gas can in there to get put gas? A gas from her, or something? Yeah, because my mom oh my god my dad was so mad at my mom um alexis has a tendency of um running out of gas a lot okay. And, okay. and and by a lot i mean like three days in a row she did this one time oh, and, and, and called her dad and i uh, all three times and then got mad at us i mean like don't you know what that fucking light means <laughs> and people- <laughs> I am the type of person that, you know, when that little light comes, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to get gas now. My husband is one of them people that doesn't let it get below half tank, okay? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, so, uh, but my mom um, did not want to tell my dad that his granddaughter had yet again run out of gas in her vehicle, which he yells at her about all the time. Uh So my mom took her little Jeep. Her little, her new little jeep down to get gas, and 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 my mother um, overfilled the gas can inside of her jeep. Oh God! Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and so then not only. You know, did my mom not want to tell my dad that Alexis ran out of gas again? Now she's got to get this gasoline out of her vehicle without my dad finding out. Do you know how hard it is to get the smell of gas out of the inside of a vehicle when you've overflowed a, a gas can? <laughs> it wasn't easy. But anyway, um, so so yeah. Do I know that it's possible for people to do that? Yep. Have I done it? Nope. Um. <laughs> do I laugh when I hear about people doing it? <laughs> Fuck it, a hey, I do. Well, yeah, but. Most of these stories have
1: one thing in common. All of the people lack some common fucking sense. Right? From every story we've read tonight, we've talked about. Each one of these people lacks common fucking sense. The people offended by costumes. Really? Really? You know? Down to this dipshit who thinks it's a good idea to vacuum gasoline out of her trunk. Common sense tells you not to do these things. These people have no common sense at all.
4: They're common sense impaired. It, but you know, it, it, almost, almost, she did she, it. What? Uh, you know, I promise you, this woman had a vacuum cleaner at home. Yeah, yeah. And I promise you, she put some thought into the fact that she wasn't going to use hers to do it. oh yeah oh yeah so you know just saying yeah
1: i mean but i'm saying you know that just makes no fucking sense well anyway i don't know people are retarded and and i don't mean it in the way you god i'm gonna say it that um i don't mean it as a derogatory slur to people who are slow right people who are slow can't help it but these
0: people I'm pretty sure most of them aren't really slow like I
3: I don't think people
0: are people that need the word der tattooed on their forehead so we're all forewarned when we see them coming
1: (laughs) oh I think you can tell them uh, after about five minutes in their company most times
0: but but wouldn't you like that five minutes warning so you can just go the other direction and not even deal with it I
1: wish I had that. I, I wish yeah. I did.
2: I do a lot of walking away from conversations.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Smart I move.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't know. So it, it's hard to pick a favorite out of all of these. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait,
4: no, you can't. You can't, because you have to read the science one. <laughs> and then you oh, yeah. have yeah. to read the one about the police officer and then you can let people vote. <laughs> The science one is pretty bad, isn't
3: it? Oh,
1: the
4: science it's, one it's, is really, yeah, yeah. really fucking bad. Yeah, it's yeah. really
1: bad. <laughs> yeah, did you notice I included the video though? There's a video. Did did anybody click on that?
4: No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. read the story. That's. I'm I'm reading through the show notes last night, and I I just sent Jan cuss words after I read the decision. She did. I'm going.
1: I'm going, I try, I'm trying for a lighthearted approach to the show this week. And um, Jeannie was like, What the actual fuck? I'm like, Well, your head hasn't exploded. So it's better than last week, right? <laughs>
4: yeah because last week i thought the top of my head was just gonna fucking explode i yeah yeah i I was just irate through the whole thing this one you got a lit i got a little bit irate over a few things but most of these i'm going you cannot be this fucking stupid exactly yeah
0: they can
1: yeah they are they are but yeah oh yeah they really are that stupid it's scary okay yeah I'm going to go for it. Um, Science is racist and should be decolonized.
4: Wait, wait, wait. Read the title again, because I don't know if people understood the last word you said. And that's what makes this so fucking (laughs) insane. Science is racist and should be decolonized.
1: Barry, can you explain decolonization, (laughs) please?
2: Nah, let people guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Social justice warriors are taking their crusade to new heights and going to war with reality as we know it. This week, a medley of student activists at South Africa's University of Cape Town gathered at a safe space to lecture the facility about Eurocentricism of science, demanding that the discipline be decolonized arguing that african black magic or witchcraft is an equally viable if not more accurate way of viewing the world these social justice warriors frantically made their conspiratorial case against the conditioning of western science science as a whole is a product of western modernity and the whole thing should be scratched off especially in africa pontificated one student adding i have a question for all the science people. There is a place in KZN called- This is good. And they believe that through the magic, the black magic, you call it black magic, they call it witchcraft, you are able to send lightning to strike someone. Can you explain that scientifically because it's something that happens? When the students' unintelligible pronouncements were met with hysterical giggling, The apparent moderator of the safe space issued a self-righteous declaration condemning disrespectful reactions. Welcome to the twilight zone of postmodernism where facts are entirely subjective. Here, competing epistemologies like, say, Newton's theory of gravity are but one of many lenses through which one can understand the world. Just because witchcraft can't be proven by Western empirical studies, that doesn't mean it's not real. You're racist. According to Reason.com, the students are apparently known as failists. Their hashtag is hashtag science must fail. I'm sorry, science must fall. We have now ostensibly educated students going to war with the very idea of science. You know, modern science. The most prolific intellectual achievement in human history. The system that bought us the polio vaccine. Antibiotics and seedless watermelons, ensuring that life expectancy moves beyond your bar mitzvah or the ripe old age of childbirth. The fact is, this insanity is occurring at our universities, tells you everything you need to know about the trajectory of mankind or womankind. Apologies for using insensitive gendered language.
4: I still, I, Jan, I don't know how you can. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Jesus, every time I hear this story, it makes me cry. Oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, um, I I read it, I read it a few times, and I watched the video. and my mouth just my my jaw went really slack. I mean, we talk about lazy science. We talk about shoddy science. We talk about the manipulation of numbers and you know, the sort of voodoo science that tobacco control does. But these people want science gone. So they want us to go... Go I will
2: say we are running out of islands where we want to put stupid groups of people. You know know how we (laughs) how we take all... We're going to go
4: live on the island. Margo Margo came up. he has got this whole new planet thing. But we'll we'll settle for an island. Fuck that. Leave all the stupid people here. We'll go live on the island.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I was going to say, because, you know, we had islands for weird prisoners, politicians, lawyers. Um, Now for the fallists. uh, Yeah, we'd run out islands pretty quick. I think
0: it would be easier to take those of us that have half a brain cell left and put us on islands and turn everyone else loose.
1: You know what? Maybe we can get Elon Musk to send the fallists to Mars. Because they won't need science there.
2: No, no, I mean, they're fallists. Just tell them, go to Mars. (laughs) Because... They don't need a rocket. They don't believe in science. They'll just be able to teleport there or whatever. I don't know. And if they don't go, it proves that all our shit is shit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah.
1: So that's what's happening in the educational system. God help us all. And I'm a Buddhist. I don't fucking believe in God. So that should tell you something. That scares me to death, you know. I just, I don't. Why would you want science to fall? Like, can you think of any reason you would want to go back to a time where a doctor would complete an autopsy and then help bring your child into the world?
0: No.
4: Yeah, yeah. No, me yeah. either. Oh, I just can't get over and decolonized.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I,
4: I
0: don't
4: even know. For oh, Jan, <laughs> Jan, because in okay, um, okay, go. Ahead. I oh, I because I had this debate too. Um. Now, you and I both um. Do, a lot of homeopathic. Medicine, in our houses. Prouble I herbal medicine. medicine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. and I uh, I got a friend that likes to dismiss all of it as woo. And it's I'm like, well, really cool. cool. okay, so well what about say willow bark tea? Well just take take aspirin. Well what if I don't want to take aspirin? I mean willow bark tea you do the same thing. Of course willow mm-hmm. bark tea kinda tastes like ass, but but it's do the same thing. And, you know, chance desires grown in your ER. yard. Well, I got a CVS right down the road. For somebody to dismiss natural treatments as woo when, <laughs> when all of the shit that they're going to their drugstore and buying originally came from said woo. Kinda, exactly. Kind of makes somebody a <laughs> hypocritical asshole, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, herbalism is the
1: one thing that modern science says they can prove works. They don't believe in aromatherapy. Right. Um, I, I, have kind of found it helpful, um, for a lot of my pain stuff, oils and, and stuff, but herbs are where most of that's come from and not just herbs resins um frankincense resin right when you buy it i forget what the name of it's called um but boswellia is what it's called they've done clinical tests on it boswellia is an anti-inflammatory that's as effective as the strongest prescription strength anti-inflammatory you can get so You know, my question is, do you want to give yourself a fucking ulcer taking an anti-inflammatory or do you want to try something that may or may not work for you? will probably be cheaper. Won't involve you having to go see a doctor and if you have a brain in your head, which all right, maybe that's the problem. Most people can't figure out their dosage titration of this stuff. milligrams and weight which is funny because that's all we ever did when i was a vet tech and the same kind of tables are how you are prescribed all kinds of medicine it's milligrams per weight you know that's all it is so the stuff is perfectly safe as long as you can figure out your weight in kilograms and then divide it by milligram it's really not hard stuff people think it is because it involves proportions and, but it's really not hard. Um, So I just don't understand what the controversy is. You either believe in it or you don't. But if there are clinical studies that prove stuff works like turmeric, boswellia, um, willow bark and other things, why wouldn't you use them? you know what I mean? Is it more satisfying to shell out big bucks and go to the doctor? Is it more satisfying to have to go into that horrible neon lit CVS? I don't know. There's something, I think there's two kinds of people. I think there are people who are comfortable doing their own thing and they're happy at home, you know, and they, they like herbs and stuff. I love herbs. Um, I've talked about my grandmother growing up on, on the reservation and stuff. Um, And her mother taught me all about herbs. That's why I use a lot of them. And I just, I love them. To me, it's just normal. To other people, it's more normal to go get something out of a bottle at a pharmacy. And I don't understand why
0: that is. Well, it kind of goes back to how pitiful the education system is, because obviously these people don't realize that modern pharmacology actually evolved from homeopathic herbal medications. So there you go
1: yeah i don't know opium poppy milk well um yeah that's actually pretty here's something i probably shouldn't talk about um our ethrobotanicals on reddit has some very interesting stuff about things you can do with just stuff you happen to have around say you happen to have a bunch of poppy seeds around Poppy seeds in and of themselves don't have a whole lot of opium-like qualities to them. But if you take enough of them and you boil enough of them, you'll get a decent, useful painkiller. Say if you have migraines or something, that would be useful for that. Um, So like I said, there's a lot of information around. It's just people, people think... Everybody who uses herbs is automatically some sort of pothead or some sort of junkie or whatever, and that's very far from the truth.
2: Well, you you see, see, part of the problem is you can't really use the word homeopathy anymore because there are a bunch of asshats who have appropriated it for some really crazy shit. (laughs) Um, alternative medicine news, herbalism Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but yeah, homeopathy they've um idiots have changed what it originally was for the original terminology and now you've got people who go oh well you dilute this chemical blah 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 and yeah That's not, unfortunately that's, not, that's what people now equate homeopathy with
1: but that's not what we're talking about we're, yeah, we're talking about like tra- traditional forms of medicine yes
2: but as i say you shouldn't really it, a lot of people herbal medicine and other alternative treatments, they've stopped using homeopathy as a word in anything to do with what they do, Mm because lots of these snake oil salesmen, you could call it, have started using it for these things that really don't work. Um,
4: I get that, but you can't write off what it actually is because of the misrepresentation of a bunch of snake oil salesmen. Yeah. you know yeah. but i don't
1: think that's what he's saying i no. th- i think he's saying use the, use a cor- or a, a more accurate terminology to yes. describe it cuz original homeopathy medicine. is
2: even scarier than the whole um diluting stuff thing it was uh, originally a scottish doctor <laughs> who went uh, you can cure an illness by using natural products that have this that have the same effect on your body as the illness you're trying to cure that was original homeopathy
4: Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I'm sitting right here on my desk, and here, and here's why I get so, I guess I get so worrying about this, because sitting on my desk is um, the, the big book of uses for vinegar, duct tape, milk jugs, and more, and <laughs> two, two renditions of the, home, the doctor's book of Home Remedies.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I have two editions of that sitting
3: here.
4: Good oh. books.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Margot. What book yes. did I turn, Margo? What book did I turn you on to?
0: Which one? I've
1: the recently oil. acquired several. <laughs> the oil one, and tell everybody how
0: like thorough it is. The oh Robert my Tissarin god! Book. It reminds me of some of the reference material books that I would use um, when I worked in Flowhood making IVs. It. It's extremely complete, mm-hmm. but yet it's not written on a level that you can't understand it unless, of course, you have dirt tattooed on your forehead. Okay. Um, <laughs> in that case, people that have DER shouldn't touch these books. Sure. Uh, no, it, it's extremely well written and well presented and easy to follow. Um, you know, I, I am using a salve that is composed of oodles and oodles but geez good grief um let's see basil birch black pepper black tansy um clove eucalyptus lemongrass marjoram nutmeg um orange just tons and tons of stuff that's all natural and it's doing a better job on the joint problems I'm having than the prescription Volterran stuff, which was topical as well. And it costs a whole lot less and it's lasting a whole lot longer and it's not put out by a pharmaceutical company. So I'm happy on every level.
1: Yeah. See, I mean, that's the thing. I like traditional medicine. I was raised with traditional medicine When something goes wrong, that's what I reach for. But I've also, you know, I was educated by people in in how to make this stuff. So I'm not a total idiot. For people who are noobs and don't make their own medicine, you know, there are helpful guides and books and everything else. This stuff is an intuition.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can can quite easily find information either by putting in herbal medicine. Tinctures mm-hmm. is another word to look for, because um, uh-huh. that's mostly what you're using, is a tincture.
4: Right. <laughs> Did I tell you about, about getting my ass jumped in the chicken group? Because, yeah. oh my God. Um, so one of my chickens um, okay, okay. was acting like, I don't know, like she was kind of wheezy or something, you mm-hmm. know? never, never had a sick chicken one. And, but she wasn't sick. I mean, she was eating, she was drinking and I was like, Oh, well, what the hell? I said, you know, there's gotta be something that I can natural that I can give this chicken, you know, mm-hmm. because I mean, oregano and, and parsley do wonders for people. Right, I right. wondered if it would work on chickens. Holy shit! You should have seen the people coming out of the woodwork talking about what an idiot I was and why didn't I just go to Tractor Supply and get antibiotics and get this chicken antibiotics? Oh, and, oh and my chickens, god! Chickens don't catch colds. Chickens chickens get respiratory diseases and it never goes away. And I'm gonna, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so finally somebody sent me a PM and they said, you know, you could put um put some oregano and some parsley in. In their well, water and give supply? it to them and or in their water supply and and you know see if that <coughs> because i have a chicken she says and i swear to god that this chicken has allergies because <laughs> well, what my chicken is fine and as far as the people why didn't i run a tractor supply and 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 get antibiotics well how about the fact that once you give a foul antibiotics You're not supposed to eat the eggs, and Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to eat meat. So why the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) I'm like, holy shit. But anyway, needless to say, um, oregano and parsley and my my chicken is fine, and nobody else is. I I,
1: I know people who've had MRSA, right? Doctors can't do anything. Like, they put you on antibiotics for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Some people are so sick with MRSA, they actually have to medically induce them into a coma to put them on the antibiotics. Because the antibiotics, and Margo, you can attest to this, the antibiotic we oh, yeah. treat MRSA with is so... Most people are, A, allergic to it, and B, the side effects are so bad. Evil. Yeah. It, it's just some nasty shit. I mean, a MRSA lives inside your nasal cavity. That's just where it lives. It's only when it gets outside of the nasal cavity that does funky stuff to your flesh and other things like that. So um, what a lot of people have found really effective when they get told they have a MRSA infection, and I'm not suggesting anyone do this, definitely go to a doctor if you have MRSA. But sometimes the antibiotics don't work, even if you've done them for six months, seven months, eight months and people get so fed up, they go, well, you know, fuck this. I'm not going back again, but I'm not gonna let this kill me. So look around, look around, look around. People wind up taking oregano oil capsules and they wind up taking probiotics and then making like probiotic cultures and wiping them on their skin. Cause your skin is your largest organ. And once you take antibiotics, you wipe out the microbiome of your own skin If you don't have anything there that can fight off an infection like MRSA, you will always get it again and again and again and again. And that's the problem with these really super strong antibiotics. I'm not giving anybody medical advice or information. I'm just telling you what I've seen people do, what I've seen
0: work for them after everything else has failed. Well, it's also one of the reasons that MRSA has gotten so big is because antibiotics have just been pimped out into everything I mean, there are some of us that are old enough when antibiotics first became like Pez candy. Your kid had a runny <laughs> nose. The doctor gave you antibiotics. Um, but then because they are feeding antibiotics to the chickens that are laying our eggs and we're cooking them and the beef and, the pork and all this stuff, the, wa- the water supplies are getting tanned with them. You, you consume all this antibiotic so mm-hmm. that when your body really needs it, guess what's not going to work?
3: antibiotics I mean oh, that's why, another like, thing say-
2: for MRSA that they use mm-hmm. uh, right yeah again probably don't do this at home because <laughs> you really need to know what you're doing formic acid you spray the areas that have been affected by MRSA with formic acid in okay. particular concentrations and it kills them kills it because yeah. it's acid <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, don't play with it because it's formic acid. It'll eat your skin if you get the concentration wrong. Um,
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Not just kill the bacteria, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I know every week I I talk about, like, we wind up every week talking about, like, alternative medicine for some reason. (laughs) I guess it's better than talking about money every week. But um, the reason is because it's such a big, for me, it's such a big part of my life. It's normal. On the farm, we gave our animals in their water oregano oil when they got sick. That's just what we did. Yeah. That's what we always did, and that was normal. You know, we didn't use any pesticides. We companion planted. Um, you know, everything was different then than how it is now. It, we lived organic before it was a thing.
3: Well, we yes. bought our own
1: boxes and stuff to the store, and you know, we were. Really big in things. Here's that a good blast for the past
2: you for you. Go ahead. Right, I was clear yeah. when we we're clearing my, my dad's house, right? Okay, his his medicine cabinet still had a big bottle of undiluted iodine.
1: Oh my god, real iodine!
2: Real iodine. Cool. Well, most of it used to be made in Scotland. Yeah, we've got lots of seaweed because that's where we yeah, get do. it from, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Modern, modern people really don't know how good they've got it with Savlon and the other <laughs> creams they've got now. You yeah, don't... when I was growing up, iodine. And my dad, being ex-military, didn't used to dilute it. Just a bit on cotton wool onto the cat. Oh there my god, know, that it, hurt.
4: I, my, <laughs> grandmother used to, my grandmother had my sister and I brainwashed that it had to be... the um. It's white iodine. It won't hurt. She lied. <laughs> My grandmother, God rest her soul, lied through her freaking teeth.
1: Salt. Salt was big when I was growing up. If you have oh, an open cut yeah. salt. But, like I said, being the fact that I was raised around people that made their own medicine, um, sometimes, you know. Older people will take a lot of willow bark and make tea out of it, and it does thin your blood, just like aspirin, but it doesn't give you an ulcer, right? So they would cut themselves, couldn't stop bleeding. Do you know what we used to use for that? Do you know what we used to use to make the old people stop bleeding? Take an oak leaf. It's super high in tannins, and you beat the crap out of it, and you put it on there. If you don't have fresh oak leaves, you take regular oak leaves and hang them to dry, powder them make a powder and put it on there it makes like septic powder without having to pay for it, Hasn't and it'll that got anything. it.
2: that's why it helps with the bleeding
1: yeah but it has really high amount of tannins too it yeah. has both so i mean it works it just works it's not incredibly fun neither is salt or iodine
2: <laughs> you oh, know what oh, i mean got another good one fun okay fun um Fun uh, first aid tip, right? If you're out in the wilderness right, and you get a really, really bad gash or something, but you've got limited water to wash the wound with before you dress it, people are going right. to love this one. As long as the person doesn't have any infections, yeah, best thing to clean the wound with
0: piss. Oh God, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's I
2: sterile, it's so basically.
0: Bad. Urine.
2: Yep. Yeah, urine, urine. Ancient poultices, yeah. If you if you go a tr- a really traditional, like Chinese mm-hmm. style doctor with wounds or skin conditions, yeah, yeah he's going right. to be putting piss on you because it's really good.
0: as so solid. I am on, on going a, a natural route if you can. I have a tendency to draw the line there.
1: <laughs> well, but it's but it's uric acid, right? Yes. I mean, you, you yeah, realize? well no, I
0: understand the science behind it, but it, it's this thing I have. If my body's getting rid of it, I'm done with it. <laughs>
1: well, right, but I mean, sometimes it's inconvenient to make a wound bleed more. Um, yeah, you know, which actually bleeding is perfect for flushing infection out of a gash, but. You know, you don't want somebody to bleed to death. So, no. I mean, if your options are limited, your options well, are yeah, limited. I was going to
0: say, options. if I was, if it was life or death, okay, but it would have to be life or death. Oh,
2: and if you, <laughs> if, if it's a big gash and you also don't have plasters and hold it closed with when before you put something over the top of it, pine needles. You. You, uh, you, hook pine needles through the wound, which the person isn't going to thank you for, oh,
3: to oh. to basically staple oh, the wound.
2: Yeah, this is all oh, you. Ow! Yeah, yeah, I, I've done oh, extensive. Shit. That weird...
0: would hurt.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but it but it will stop you bleeding to death. So yeah.
1: Night, Jeannie. <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> for the urine talk. <laughs>
3: um.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I,
2: I, mean... I know slightly different alternative medicine to most people's sure. alternative medicine, you and I spent a lot of time don't... outdoors. So yeah.
1: Survival Rightly training. Evil. Survival. Survival yeah. medicine. And that's a really important thing. People don't people don't know how to close off wounds. People don't know how to treat raging fevers and infections. And, I mean, look what happened with the botnet attack last week. Right? <laughs> okay. The botnets took down a whole bunch of shit on the internet. Right? Oh, yeah. With all your medical records and all your doctors and pharmacies hooked together now, what oh. would happen what would happen if they attacked that if all these botnets can get together and hijack your security cameras, your DVRs and whatever else is connected to the internet of things. And they can just take down like PayPal and all these other websites, including the DNS directory. Um, What makes you think they're not going to come after medicine next? They've already gone after a couple of the nuclear facilities in the last week and taken them completely offline. I notice we don't talk about that, right? That's not in the news, but it's true. You can look around and you'll find that if you search correctly. Um, And it's not conspiracy theory stuff. This is things that have actually happened.
3: Um, we've,
2: We've talked about that before, and this is why a lot of the European countries, none of their nuclear reactors are wired to the internet. None of the <laughs> control systems to keep them completely separate. <laughs>
3: Which is for that very but reason. <laughs> but yeah. we
1: don't do that here. So what would you do if you couldn't get access to your medicine? What would you do if somebody was bleeding to death and you couldn't look up how to treat it? I mean, nobody has books anymore. Everybody has their stuff on Kindle. I have I hate to say I have hard copies of survival medicine stuff. I have hard copies of where, where there is no doctor, where there is no dentist and where there is no veterinarian. And the reason I have hard copies of those is, you know, a, I like traditional medicine. B, I'm not weird about poking around in somebody else's mouth or whatever. If, if it's life or death, not freaked out by blood. None of this stuff scares me, but Most people would be horribly unprepared if the internet—and I'm not talking about the power supply or the power grid—just the internet. The internet went down tomorrow. People would be completely unprepared to take care of themselves for whatever period of time they had to. And even
2: worse, they'd be completely unprepared to deal with me freaking out because there's no internet. Um (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was I do with my day? Cause I, I could go to the library, but they've got hardly any books in libraries these days.
1: We have a lot here, actually, because people. There are people who, and I'm one of them. I still there's a lot of not that I've read a lot of books for fun lately, but there are books that I read for fun that I prefer cracking open the spine and having a hard cover and just yes. sitting down and reading it. Okay, other I ones want I'm. The book
3: in my hand.
1: Other ones I'm fine with having the book on a tablet or whatever. Um, but not this. Also, for a book really has good... another
2: advantage. If, if some if somebody uh, criticizes your your reading choice, uh, you can smack them with
3: it. You really don't want to do that with a tablet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe
1: you do, but your tablet won't appreciate it. But a book, a book <laughs> makes a nice, satisfying thud if it's hardcover when you're smacking someone with it. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I was gonna gonna say for a really good <coughs> book choice. I spent, like, the last week reading Chasing the Scream by Johan Hari. It's very good. It's about the drug war, um, which I just find myself very interested in. And it's about the history of it. And it's some interesting stuff. There were some people in history. And I'm not talking about the people you know were addicted to drugs, you know. But there are some politicians that were in office. In the forties, fifties, and sixties, that were raging heroin addicts. Oh yeah. Basically,
2: from what I understand of history, between like eighteen forty and like the nineteen thirties, people were basically off their tits a lot of the time Um, (laughs) (laughs) because it was all freely available. (laughs) Doctors handed it to anyone. uh,
1: Well, well, anyone who had the money. Well, yeah, they did, but I mean, most of it was like patent medicine. Yeah. So you'd go to the doctor and you'd get like uh, Grandma's Nervine Tonic, which was like marijuana and um, heroin and uh, what's opium, right? But they were in really tiny amounts. Well, just the you know little tiny amounts in grain alcohol. And people would take a couple of drops, and then they they could get through their day. Once they made all that stuff illegal, the drugs become more powerful Mm -hmm. because who's going to take a risk to smuggle patent medicine when they can smuggle the drug in its raw form and get twice the bang for the buck? So, yeah, I've got
2: a good one for Margot. Right, she mentioned Laudanum there. Right, Mm -hmm. so historic England, Mm -hmm. they bought this old stately home, as they do, to renovate it, open it to the public, all that. So they're doing... <laughs> they bought the property and they sent the inspection team in to the building. Mm-hmm. And this was on a TV show. And uh, they came out of the, the wine cellar and they're like, yeah, we've got to call the police and the environmental agency and blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> and the guys making the documentary are like, why? And it's like, we've found 50 bottles of laudanum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 50 bottles. Wow. My god, that'd be that worth a fortune.
0: Tanked for life, man.
2: Well, gee, again, yeah, but... it was an old Victorian thing. They, they, they probably bought yeah. it by the gallon. And yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I feel a bit off
3: today. Swig some laudanum.
1: Nice <laughs> but I think people people were able to allow themselves to cope better then. So,
2: well, yes. um, opium. Mm -hmm. One one of the uses it used to be put to, um, Mm -hmm. especially in Asia, where of course it was far more common, Mm -hmm. pilots, not aircraft pilots, original pilots, ships, yeah, docking ships, Mm -hmm. they used to take opium to keep their nerves steady, Mm because obviously it's quite a risky occupation, because if you crash the ship, you're responsible, Mm -hmm. and you're just employed by the port, you're not making a lot of money. But if if you damage the ship, the shipping company will sue you, not the port. Mm -hmm. So yeah, these guys used to be off their tits on opium all day. Um, (laughs) It's like, I need to be calm and controlled.
3: I'll just have a quick
2: smoke of this.
1: You know, but I I think the thing is, our perception of it is different than the reality was. Yeah. Like, this was just something... People did a little bit of and then they were functional throughout the rest of their lives.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the real problem with well, opium, especially, uh, mm-hmm. people should look up the Opium Wars, where the, basically the British government <laughs> wanted <laughs> stuff from China. <laughs> so yeah, ended up uh, intervening in the opium market and fucking it up um, yeah, well,
1: deliberately. You know? And caused the Opium it, Wars. Um, if I didn't know better, I would think that their descendants have intervened in the nicotine wars <laughs> and are trying to fuck it up for vapors.
4: Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, it's kind of is. Oh, yeah. incidentally, yeah, herb, herbal medicine, yeah. You do realize, technically, if you DIY, you're making a tincture.
3: Yeah. Yes, you are.
2: Yeah. I mean, and that people makes can me go a tinctureologist.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Not to be confused with the other type of tincture which is used in making glass, but
4: <laughs> Now, see, I didn't
1: know that. Tincture's um,
2: how they colour a glass. They call it tincturing. So Ah.
1: Yeah. No, see I didn't know that. Okay. Um I'm sorry to get back to reality here, but um cop story? The the cake copy. Or cake or you story? could
2: linking in with what we've been talking about, you could go with a <laughs> Unknown illness, woman.
1: Oh yeah, actually, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Be- because like I, I think yeah.
2: there may have been a particular set of drugs involved in that story. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: you know, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the stuff that grows on rye. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: ergot. I'm thinking ergot. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. definitely LSD
2: yes. type. Um...
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I- I'm thinking Classic, ergot. Ergot would qualify for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, ergot is what they think actually caused the uh, hysteria in Salem.
2: And there's a town in France where basically everybody went nuts overnight and loads of deaths. That's when they discovered ergot, actually.
1: Huh. Okay. There's a town in France
2: that went insane. There's a book about it. I can't remember the name of it. That's when they discovered uh, LSD, basically.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wee! For your
1: drug his for all your drug history needs, <laughs> I guess I guess that would be our show. Okay. Uh, unknown illness appeared to spread from women to deputies, hospital staff. Okay. The reason I like found this story fascinating is because, quick background, I'm a big fan of two podcasts. One of them is called The Black Tapes, which is kind of like serial meets The X Files, and the other one is called Tannis, which is just indescribable science fiction kind of thing but they all take place in the Pacific Northwest so I found this really interesting North Bend, Oregon. Five people fell ill from an unknown hazardous material that appeared to be spreading by contact and causing hallucination, the Coos County Sheriff's office said. A hazmat team responded to both Bay Area Hospital and a home on East Bay Road as the symptom spread from a woman to deputies, a person under the woman's care a hospital employee, the sheriff's office said. The Coos Bay Hazmat team has not yet identified the source, but it appears to be passing through contact, not the air, the sheriff's office said. The situation started about 3 a.m. Wednesday. Here is the account so far from the sheriff's office. A 57-year-old woman reported someone vandalizing her vehicle around 3 a.m. outside the home where she works as a caregiver for a 78-year-old person on East Bay Road in North Bend. A deputy checked the area and found nothing. Deputies were called back to the home again at 5.30 a.m. by a similar report. This time, the deputies suspected the woman might be having medical issues causing hallucinations. The woman was taken to a Bay Area hospital for examination. Medical personnel checked her. She appeared fine and returned home. Then one of the deputies began showing similar symptoms and had to be evaluated at the hospital. Then the other deputy, the 78 year old cared for by the initial patient and a hospital employee started showing similar symptoms and had to be hospitalized the coos county hazmat team responded to bay area hospital and the residents on east bay road the team cleared the emergency room and provided a protocol to the sheriff's office to decontaminate vehicles and equipment officers and medical persons are responding well to current treatment sergeant pat downing wrote in a press release nothing has been found in blood samples at this time repeat source of contamination has not been identified investigation and processing is continuing as of late morning the hazmat team was at the home on east bay road the team completed a check of the house about 1.30 pm no source of contaminant has been identified or found said Downing in a press release initial investigations believe that a medication used in patch form fentanyl may have been the source Investigation has found that all the patches and potential medications that may have caused the symptoms have been accounted for, according to Downing. No source of the contamination has been found. The vehicle's equipment and uniforms have been checked with no contaminants identified or located on or about them. Everyone involved was treated and released from the hospital. The worker has found to have been recently exposed to flu and continues to display flu-like symptoms and is being monitored. Downing Road investigation is ongoing. I found that creepy, but go ahead. So you have a theory.
2: Very? Well, I don't have a theory, but yeah, I definitely think there are possible ergalines involved at some point. Yeah. That's yeah the type of drugs where erg you know, ergot is one of them. Um, but yeah. there's a whole series of drugs all related. Um yeah. and they're mostly naturally occurring. Mm-hmm. But you get them in wheats, grasses. Rise. Yeah. fungi produce them, all sorts of things. So, yeah. and But it's the spreading through contact. That's, yeah. that's what gets it for me. It's probably it's, an ergoline because there's very few things that would cause <laughs> hallucinations and that kind of effect that exactly. aren't one of those drugs.
1: Right, and spread by touch. I mean, yeah. that's like, because isn't, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't ergot, isn't it kind of like a spore almost? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a
2: old spore. Yeah, yeah you, you breathe it in, but um, once your body converts it into basically LSD, you sweat it yep. out and people handling you can get <laughs> yeah. a, a contact high. And, and, so, and that's where contact high comes from.
1: When they first diagnosed me with migraines, this is just an interesting aside, they put me on something called calf ergot.
0: Ooh. <laughs> ergot.
1: <laughs> that shit... I, I could not take it. I was just like, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, head, head side yeah. effects were nasty.
2: Yeah, you're, you you would have been woozy as shit, to use the medical description. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, well, yeah, long term, it might have been nice. Too. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, I had doctors who believed in just trying different stuff with me. Um, And what they found is I responded to the very first Migraine drug ever made, which is just pharmacy call and something to drop your blood pressure. That's what I responded to with a migraine. Nothing else. Didn't yeah, need not, really not anything. Or, not
2: ergotamine, me. which is no, the original was one terrible. of the original migraine medications, yeah, which is should... made from ergo. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: which I did not like, yeah. and I liked it even less when I was like ergot. Where do I know that from? <laughs> Holy fuck, the Salem witch trials. Get me off this shit. So,
2: yeah. They, they are highly effective drugs, though. That's the thing. Vasoconstriction. And a
0: lot of people Vasoconstriction, which migraines. is why you
2: get... It works for migraines. But it also, yeah, latches onto certain bits in your brain and makes you hallucinate if you're unlucky. Uh, yeah. Low doses it doesn't, but no. yeah. <laughs> it, it was not...
1: It but was yeah, good it, you
2: sweat to... it out your skin... Uh, if you're a woman and you're breastfeeding and you have ergot in your system, you will give it to your child too. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, they're they're very small small molecules, so mm-hmm. yeah, they'll pass through the skin, your lung yep. membrane, everything. It's fantastic.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if it's fantastic. I think it's fairly horrifying, actually. Um, something that was basically responsible for the Salem witch trials. <laughs> I, I I just
2: think it's it's fantastic in the way that. I I find nature is fantastic. That's really what I mean.
1: You know, I wonder if they bothered to look for rye flour in that house. I wonder if somebody was baking.
2: Yeah, I mean, there are dozens of sources of er, ergalines, so yeah. Yeah. Unless they check every single thing, they're not going to know. And also, it breaks down fairly fast. That's the other problem it doesn't survive outside a host very long so
1: well it doesn't need to with the damage it does apparently
2: uh, also small doses even even of LSD dissipate real fast in your system so
3: yeah
2: mm-hmm. cuz you sweat weird. it out and give it to other people
1: which... <laughs> uh, here this is my gift <laughs> so yeah i just i find that interesting and creepy and weird and and I posted the original story which was from like boing boing on my my Facebook page asking everybody I knew who listened to the podcast had had you had you seen that did you find it creepy and people were like oh it's like Gotham season 2 I'm like I don't I completely don't do popular culture so I don't know what you mean but that's interesting too Gotham um, rocks never seen it yeah I am it has a very, very old talk to me about a TV show, and I'll go, I have to watch that. And everybody's like, well, when do you watch TV? Well, I have three and four weeks of vacation a year, and I take and I binge watch TV, only then. That's the only time I do it. It's the only time I sit in front of the boob
0: tube. Well, have you yeah, ever I like, I like into any of the Batman stuff? Yeah. Um, I liked The Dark Knight. I, See, I... Gotham, what... Would... I fell in love with Gotham because what it's doing is it's taking the old original criminals from Gotham City and it shows you how they're kind of born, like how they came to be and what happened to them and how they morph into the supervillains that they become. Mm -hmm. Um, It it puts a dark twist on a lot of stuff, too, which is probably another reason that I like it. And
2: and Alfred really Uh, kicks ass in it. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's good to see Sean Pertwee not dying uh, in a show or film. Yeah, he's, <laughs> very, he's notorious for normally dying and everything he does, yeah. he hasn't in this one, so it's good.
1: <laughs> you, you're right, Michael Morris. I do watch a lot of C-SPAN, and, and unfortunately... Um, actually, one of the more interesting things I saw on C-SPAN was I saw the Republicans... I saw one Republican yelling at all the other Republicans to stop laughing about WikiLeaks because any day now it could be them about what was happening with the Democratic National Convention. And that shocked the shit out of me. That wasn't something I expected to see on C-SPAN. But I did. And I was like, okay, I'm going to file that away. That'll be interesting to use some other time.
0: Yeah, because if anyone thinks that the Dems are the only ones with corrupt shit in the closet, think again.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Jeez. Exactly. Yeah, They've everybody. all got dirt. They
1: all do. And WikiLeaks is good at finding it. You saw a meme on that, did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Um,
1: let's see. Uh do we want to talk about the cop or do we want to talk about the World Health Organization? Because Jean told me I couldn't do this story, the second one on the page, while well, she was still here because she was pissed off about it. <laughs> it's worth doing. Yeah, I yeah. think so. So the World Harm Organization <clears throat> is doing their usual good, goodly work as per freaking usual. So here we go. Failure to bone is now a disability, according to the World Health Organization. According to the Telegraph, the World Health Organization will change its definition of disabilities to classify people without a sexual partner as quote-unquote infertile. The controversial new classifications will make it so that heterosexual single men and women, as well as gay men and women, who are seeking in vitro fertilization to have a child, will receive the same priority as couples. This could make access to public funds for ivf available to all (laughs) that seems like a bad idea the move to extend the definition of a disability to include social conditions has predictably angered some who consider it overreach by a medical organization that sets global standards josephine quantaville a pro-life activist and director of comment on reproductive ethics told the telegraph This absurd nonsense is not simply redefining infertility, but completely sidelining the biological process and significance of natural intercourse between a man and a woman. The natural intercourse intercourse line is painful, but expected. Quantaville took it a step further down the anti-science road. How long before babies are created and grown on request completely in the lab? For the Who's Dr. David Adamson, one of the authors of the new standards, this move is about creating medical equality. The definition of infertility is now written in such a way that it includes the rights of all individuals to have a family, and that includes single men, single women, gay men, and gay women. Dr. Adamson adds that it'll put a stake in the ground for, and says, an individual's got a right to reproduce, whether or not they have a partner. For countries with government-provided healthcare and public funding for IVF procedures, this could have significant ramifications. It fundamentally alters who should be included in this group and who should have access to health care. It sets an international legal standard. Countries are bound by it, Adamson said. Under the American Disabilities Act, a person with a disability is defined as someone with a physical or mental impairment that substantially limits one or many more major life activities. A person who has a history or record of such an impairment or a person who is perceived by others as having such an impairment. Because the ADA does not name all of the impairments that are covered, the new World Health Organization guidelines could apply or even be unnecessary. After all, having children is a major life activity for many people. The World Health Organization has still not made its new terms official, but they seem to be moving forward. It remains to be seen what effects the move will have on individual countries' health programs. For organizations like Men Going Their Own Way, being classified as having a disability could be a boon to their fight for singles rights. We've reached out to men going their own way for an official comment, and we'll update when we receive a reply. Okay, go ahead. Whatever you're thinking, might as well say it.
2: Well, I I, I kind of covered it on, on Facebook. Uh, somebody <laughs> linked to a story, not this one, but one in, right. that was mm-hmm. talking about it. And basically said, so, at one end, if you have too much sex, you're an addict. <laughs> but if you're too far the other way, you're disabled. And I did say, the, the, the people who work on this kind of thing, and there's more in the story than that, but yeah. I, I I would say they need to get forcibly sent to work in the third world and war zones and stop coming up with this stupid shit.
1: Well, I mean, that, but that's their mandate. That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to take care of the shit that happens in Libya and Syria and not harass these people. Stop smoking, even though you're being bombed. You know, even though you've got hellfire missiles raining down on you, you need to stop smoking. We know you're stressed, but stop smoking. Bullshit. And also,
2: yeah, this this story, I I can understand what they're doing. Yeah, they want everybody to have equal reproductive rights. That's fair enough. But going through it using medical terms, which then makes it a disability, that's insane.
0: See, and the first thing that popped through my head when I read this was Mm -hmm. how many people fought for so long... um, because back in the day in the DSM, if you were homosexual, that was considered a psychiatric disorder.
3: Right.
0: Um, that has since been removed. So now you do not have a disorder. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to make it a disorder again, just a different kind of disorder. Um, I get disorders from reading this shit. Uh <laughs>
2: Yeah, they keep coming up with new terms, and I end up with uh, lots of extra illnesses that I didn't know I had.
1: (laughs) You know, it's just batshit. It's batshit. The shit that you that you read, all right. The shit that I read most days makes me crazy. This I read, and I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me! How is how is how is this even allowed to happen?" Right?
0: It's definitely a what the actual fuck are you talking about?
1: It kind of is. Don't get me wrong. I believe people should have equal rights, but it's like I said. I don't think thinking that people should have equal rights will make it so. I don't think changing the terms will make it so. I don't believe that an edict from up on high from the World Harm Organization is going to make it so. You know that's not going to happen. And you know other countries who have like who have health insurance that's through the government are going to go, oh, fuck, I don't think so. Well, you, you see, know, one, one reason out.
2: why I think this is happening
3: <laughs>
2: is okay. the, they have trouble with reproductive rights in many countries getting it through mm-hmm. legally. So now they're, they're they're going at it from the medical side instead. It's, it's completely bonkers. It's like, it's, well, we can't have... People equal legally, so we'll do it medically. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah.
1: It's not good. Just, it's just uh, not going to work. No matter what they think is going to work, this is not going to work. It's just creating a problem. It's creating a new set of problems. Not saying that there weren't problems already there, but they're creating a new set of problems with their words. And that's this they is something the they
0: time. specialize in, though. They specialize in creating
1: problems. That is what they do. Exactly. It's what they do. The World Health Organization, when you see their name on something, you go, what fucked up bullshit are they going to be talking about today? Was it three Mm -hmm. or four months ago, they were saying hot water could cause esophageal cancer. Okay, so before that, eight or nine years ago, coffee was on their list of carcinogens. They took that off the list, and now they say, well... Okay, we can't specifically say it was coffee, but it's piping hot beverages. Well, I hate to tell you, I live in the south. I drink my coffee cold, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. They're just—they create problems where there were none before.
2: Well, we said it and before. The biggest the, the biggest carcinogenic—is mm-hmm. age.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: you get it older,
2: is. your cells get fucked up. End y- off. You know,
1: <laughs> there's, there's a really great book called How We Die. And the author who wrote it died not too long ago. And in this book, he rails against the World Health Organization because he says, you know, all these deaths are attributed to smoking-related deaths, flu, this, that. Nobody ever dies of old age. And we know plenty of people who die of old age. And old age is a perfectly normal perfectly correct diagnosis to put on a death certificate but because of the World Health Organization's standards nobody can put that on a death certificate they have to blame it on something else because according to them old age is not correct you should be able to live to 500 according to the World Health Organization old age is not a good cause of death
2: except we're we're, we're not all jellyfish that can every time we reproduce we don't become
0: a teenager again
1: Mm -hmm. I know, but according to them, that's not medically correct.
0: And and the bullshit with the boiling water, it's like, when are they going to start slapping warning labels on slicing hot pieces of pizza come out? How many people have put a blister in their mouth for a week because the cheese was too fucking hot to put in your mouth? Hello? Mm -hmm. Shit happens. Mm -hmm. But they blame...
1: They blame everything. You know, it, nothing ever just happens, according to these people. Nothing ever just happens, nothing ever just is, and everything can be prevented if you just stop smoking and drinking hot water, apparently. I'm
2: I'm that just happens. wondering when they'll get round to, you know, being shot will be a disease.
1: Uh... <laughs> oh, well, they already say gun violence is an epidemic, and they're talking yeah. about putting Michael Bloomberg on their board, so... I'm sure the gun violence epidemic will be coming any fucking time now. And it's great because it dovetails in with the UN small arms treaty, which we all know that will go well.
0: (laughs) Well, And you know, then that along that same line, then obviously wiping your ass contributes to the downfall of our world because it creates pollution from the pores (laughs) of the toilet paper hole. It's just just, get the fuck over it. (laughs)
1: I, they just they won't stop I, I think okay um and here's where i sound that crazy so i haven't talked about agenda 21 in a while and i am probably not going to talk seriously about it for a long time because anybody who's ever read any of this stuff and and you can read the agenda 21 treaty it's it's out there and go to the world health organization's website and you can read it and be fucking horrified right along with the rest of us um they have maps of regions of the world and of the United States and and other countries. They want it all to be like green space in the center, which means you get rid of the the middle part of your country. And everybody kind of shoved into these little cities on the side, which isn't really healthy for the planet, but they think it'll work better. Um, But if you look at a place like New York city, which is like the densest, population wise area that we can really study that's jam packed full of people like the world health organization the who and everybody else would like to the who the un they want us all like jammed in cities cuz they say it's better we won't need to use cars and cause carbon pollution and all those sorts single of things target. they <laughs> or that <laughs> but but if they put us all in cities um, it'll be better for our health and we'll use less resources new york city is the most giant fail of organizing everything where nobody needs cars and nobody uses any extra resources because they use more resources than all of the eu put together so it's a fail everything they want to do is a fail and very i think you remember this we we talked about um the studies they did and this is fucked up and off the cuff but There were studies they did in the sixties and seventies where these people used to go around and follow these animals, right. And write down everything they ate, everything they did, and they were going to try to put it into a computer system, right. To try to predict how animals lived and stuff. And they were saying, you know, there's a pattern there because there's a pattern in all of life. And they found out that life was really, really fucking chaotic. Yeah. There was no reasonable pattern that could be derived from anything. So when something died, something else would rise up and take its place, but nothing would show this in any of the computer patterns.
2: Yeah, I mean, because if you're you not you really, a computer. If you really want a headache, yeah, look at Chaos Science. Yeah. Well, I'm
1: just saying, we yeah. are a chaotic. We are a chaotic.
2: Nature is chaotic. Creation. By, by
1: Yeah. We're a chaotic yeah. creation. There is no imposing a sort of will or order on something nature will win out however it wants to whenever it wants to in whatever way it feels best to do it i guess it's just a chaotic system there's no oh, and, imposing uh,
2: order and yeah yeah the the thing the thing that they just don't think of the cramming people in uh which some still advocate for but most of the sensible ones have gone uh no mm-hmm. um Is that, yeah, when more and more people are in smaller and smaller areas, their health goes down, not up, uh, mainly due to stress, anxiety, Mm -hmm. and violent crime goes through the roof, because people get on people's nerves.
1: People (laughs) act like animals, because, hey, guess what, whether you like it or not, we are. Whether you believe in... if you treat them
2: like battery hens, they go as crazy as battery hens.
1: Yeah, Exactly okay um good night Margot. have a nice night thanks for thanks for coming to hang out with us and we've really only got like another story or two to do but um yeah i mean all of this stuff is interesting from the perspective of people want to impose control over people people really don't like that i think it comes down to people really do want freedom in one way or another, and and they really don't want some outside expert telling them how to live, basically. That's my take on the World Especially Health Organization. Especially not
2: the World Health Organization, who have apparently nobody with any brains at the minute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they all jumped ship. They all looked at them and went, yeah, no, I have to leave now. You know, And, and they work with other organizations now that are a lot more sensible for a non-governmental organization the un and the world health organization have a lot of power and it's disturbing i think not that you want your experts to be government experts Mm. or not government experts but you know maybe just talk to the people for a bit
3: (laughs) well yeah i mean
2: experts quite often well they regularly get caught out because right One of the best stories I know about experts not knowing Uh what they're talking about was when they're trying to figure out where great white sharks breed. Because they knew there's great white sharks. Mm -hmm. They see young great white sharks, but they Mm -hmm. couldn't figure out where the sharks were going. When they were uh, breeding. Mm -hmm. Um, Massive effort by uh, marine biologists, you know, trying to track sharks, all this kind of stuff. Right, And completely by accident, and it was, well, it wasn't really an accident, the shark meant it, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) They were laying an underwater communications cable off Uh the coast of Sicily. Okay. And one of their divers went missing. Completely missing. No trace of him at all.
3: That's not good.
2: So they searched for days, but of course, to help search, they got in local fishermen who know the waters.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And the fisherman just quite plainly said after a while, Yeah, one of the sharks will have eaten him. And eventually one of them people are like, What do you mean the sharks? Oh, the big sharks, the great whites. One of them will have eaten him. But you don't get great white sharks here. The fisherman's <laughs> like, Yeah, every year. Uh such and such month. Yeah, they're they're there, you know. <laughs> Brought in the marine biologists. Yeah, it's one of the breeding areas for great white sharks. (laughs) And this poor diver had been swimming along, and great white sharks are notorious for eating divers because you look a bit like a seal, and that's their favourite thing to eat. And just swallowed the poor guy whole. But yeah, and that's it. Experts were trying, oh, we've got to find out where these sharks breed. uh, (laughs) Tagging them, using satellites to track them. They should just talk to some old fishermen.
1: Yeah. I mean, sometimes the best advice comes from people who live in the world, not people who live in some sort of approximation of the same world we all share.
2: But there's loads of things like that happen.
3: Yeah. Experts
2: are like, oh, well, we 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 postulate postulate (laughs) that this is true. And then you get some old farmer or whatever coming up and going, no, you you, you just want to do this. Uh, Oh, (laughs) shit, that works. Uh, (laughs) Oh, damn out thought by a yokel you know (laughs) (laughs) doesn't have a degree just lived all his life in nature yeah
1: yeah, and and understands how nature works kind of a shame these people don't understand that okay um yeah so okay cop sued after apologizing to a woman with sorry I tased you cake sure A former Florida. Why is it always Florida? Why is it always Florida, Barry? Nobody sane lives here.
2: You you tell me. It's your. It's where you live.
1: I don't live near anything
2: crazy. You've got to explain. I can't.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying. I can't explain these crazy fucking people. I don't know anybody who's half this batshit crazy, but they all live in Florida. It, It must be the warm weather attracts them or something. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, a former Florida sheriff's deputy is being sued for allegedly tasing a woman without provocation while off Doty and lying about the incident in an effort to cover it up, despite having baked the woman a cake with the message, sorry, I tased you written on it. We've all seen that picture. That's the fucking cake. I guess there's just no pleasing some people. Escambia County resident Stephanie Bryan claims that Michael Wohler's entered the apartment complex where she works in june of 2015 after one of his patrol shifts ended and began to intimidate harass and threaten plaintiff about her personal life brian's suit alleges that at one point wolers took her sweet tea and refused to give it back when brian approached wolers in an attempt to retrieve the beverage he discharged his stun gun into her chest and throat while she was on the ground woler jumped onto ms brian Uh, kneeing her in the chest and forcibly removed the taser pods Woller resigned from the department while under investigation for misconduct and purportedly lied to a training officer about the incident, filing a false report and claiming his weapon discharged while the two were engaged in quote unquote horseplay nevertheless, Wohler apparently felt bad enough about the incident to apologize to Byron with the aforementioned sorry I tased you cake completely with a rendition of the incident drawn in frosting He must not be the best baker, though, because Brian is still suing him for excessive force, violating her civil rights, committing battery against her, and causing hardships, including physical injuries, monetary loss, medical expenses, humiliation, and mental anguish.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You you can't really say (laughs) a lot about that story. Other than, than that guy's probably going to be working private security somewhere soon. Watch out for him if you're in Florida.
1: Yeah, no shit. That's scary, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That scares the crap out. But of at
2: me. least he won't have a badge to hide behind anymore.
1: Yeah. I, but, I yeah. guess that's
2: the only kind so. of positive.
1: I guess so. So, yeah, okay. This one is funny. Um, cops' husband faked his own kidnapping to hang with pals. Rogerio. And Arvante apparently really wanted to get out of the house. In fairness to Rogério adavante two masked men did force their way into his Texas home. Oh, thank God it's Texas. And take him away at gunpoint in front of his terrified wife. It's just that police say he staged the whole thing because he wanted to spend some time with the boys and was evidently afraid to tell his wife, reports the San Antonio Express News. Police swarmed the scene with helicopters when his wife phoned in the apparent kidnapping but they found no trace of him. The 34-year-old returned home two days later saying he'd been released, but his story unraveled under questioning. He's now charged with making a false report to police. We have people file p- false reports all the time, said the Hidalgo County Sheriff, but I've never had someone do it just to get out of the house. What is his marriage like?
2: I don't know. I want to know what his wife's like. <laughs>
1: yeah. <she laughs> to go
2: to that, that effort just to get out of the house, uh, <laughs> That that's extreme. Um,
3: yeah. Clever, um, but
2: nuts.
1: Yeah, it's
2: gold it's been... star for effort. <laughs>
1: you know, it no star so-
2: for execution, right?
1: You know, it kind of sounds like it would be a funny Quentin Tarantino film if it were done right.
3: Yeah,
1: like it could be really funny and and horribly violent and, and just you know bloody and and everything that makes Quentin Tarantino films pretty good to watch, but. You know, this was just too ridiculous. I don't know.
2: And as you said, at said, least it was Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I was just happy it wasn't my state for once. which is
2: although, really although now it's been in the news, you'll pull up a spate of them down your way.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, of course. Actually, for fun, let's go to Florida Man Twitter. And the only reason I say that is because the only other story is about GPS fucking up in in uh, russia uh florida man tries to walk out of walmart with 172 dollars worth of steak and lobster stuff down his pants <laughs> florida man continues to endorse candidate he disagrees with in every way uh yeah florida man won't let hurricane get in the way of screaming out dicks for hombre on live tv Uh, If nothing else, I will tell you the Florida Man Twitter is some really funny stuff. I I didn't find that Florida Man story there. Well,
2: I I linked it in our chat, but I'm going to put it in the main chat as well. But if anybody really needs cheering up about the stupidity, stupid things happening. the Darwin Darwin Awards. Awards. Yeah. Because, yeah, some of the stories in there, you're... You're you're really. It's like, oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah, somebody thought this was a good idea. Yeah,
2: you know, it's it's very very extensive. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it goes really right back. Is. Yeah, it goes right back to the nineties.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. But I mean. The old, the newest one I see is 2014. What yeah. people suddenly got smarter after that, or did, did and they just... I
2: just don't think this particular website's being updated. Um, which is a shame because there's obviously it's a, obviously, yeah. it's a wealth obviously. of what the fuck moments,
1: um, yeah. It is, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: But yeah, YouTube's kind of taken over, uh, <laughs> the stupid shit always seems to get filmed,
1: yeah. Well, hell, you know,
2: now when people have stupid, idiotic accidents, their friends aren't picking up their phones to call emergency services, they're picking Uh up their phones to film it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go get this.
1: Oh, this is fucked up. This guy's from Florida. I don't know how true this is, but I think I'm going to read it just because it's Halloween. I love Halloween. This is completely unsubstantiated and it comes from GQ. We talked to one of the creepy clowns currently terrorizing the South. Meet Wrinkles, the internet famous scary clown who claims to have a roster of celebrity clients and a steady business traumatizing badly behaved kids for money. For the last two months, local news stations have been flooded with eerie stories of unidentified clowns hanging out around parking lots trying to lure children into the woods with candy, money, and lasers. Really? I never had anybody try to lure me with lasers as a child. Uh, Most of the reports have come from South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida, but that hasn't stopped the rest of the country from going into panic mode, and police as far north as New Jersey have now issued warnings telling parents to be on high alert for suspicious characters in white face paint and novelty shoes. So should you be worried? Probably not. Although the level of media courage would lead you to believe we're on the verge of a full-scale purge breaking out, If there has been an increased number of clown sightings in the last month, it probably has more to do with people copying what they're seeing on the news than a tri-state collective of sociopathic murder clowns. The only arrests police have made so far have been hoaxes, and pretty much all the video clown sightings, like there was one in this story, um, which is close to 10 million views, have turned out to be pranks. The creepy clown phenomena isn't even that new. Two years ago, right before Halloween, again, what a coincidence, Local news was washed with scare stories about clowns loitering outside of houses fitted with home security systems. And if you live in southwest Florida, you're probably already familiar with Wrinkles, a 65-year-old Rhode Island transplant in a beat-up white mask and red polka dot onesie who charges $150 an hour to show up at parties and scare badly behaving kids. Wrinkles, who has declined to give his non-clown name, describes himself as just an old guy with too much time on his hands. He's been working in the scary clown circuit for four years, but his business really took off in 2015 when flyers he uses to drum up clients started appearing on Instagram and Twitter. This led to a Google Plus page that tracks his whereabouts. Yes, apparently Google Plus is actually a ghost town, followed by dozens of local news stories and even a mention on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and The Late Show with James Corden. Now, Wrinkles, whose menu includes the usual birthday parties and bar mitzvahs, also literally showing up at your misbehaving kid's school to scare the shit out of them, claims he's booked, for, uh, booked up for months, and he even says he has a roster of celebrity clients. We reached out to Wrinkles to get his, name, his take on the current epidemic of clown sightings and to hear more about what it's like to scare the unwitting children for a living. GQ. Are you aware of the scary clown sightings? What do you think? Wrinkles. Honestly, I think it's comical. As long as nobody's getting hurt, what's wrong with some kids dressing up and scaring their friends? Also, how much of it is really true? They're busting people left and right with false sightings. Everyone needs to relax, for Christ's sake. The only clowns anyone needs to worry about right now are the two running for office. Have you seen an increase in business as a result? It's hard to know because hundreds of prank calls have to weed through every day. I wouldn't say it's bringing me more business, but it keeps the call steady. I'm booked through December, so I would say business is pretty good at the moment. What do you think is causing it? They probably see things in the news. Here's the thing though there's the difference between scary and violent. You can be scary without being violent, but I don't think these kids nowadays are able to grasp that. Once you start threatening to kill people at school, you've taken it to a different level, clown costume or not. How much do you charge for what you do? I'm $150 an hour for parties. Children's behavioral stuff varies since it's more involved. I'm cash-only and mostly do gigs within a couple hours where I stay in Florida. I've been thinking about taking the show on the road, but we'll see what happens when that. When a parent hires you to scare their kids, how do you make sure they're not, you're not causing damage to the children? Is that ever a concern? I'm more concerned about my safety than theirs, to be honest. If a neighbor happens to look outside and see me creeping around, he doesn't know Mom and Dad just paid me to scare the shit out of their kids. In Florida, they shoot first and ask questions later. It's way more frightening than anything that I'm doing. Who's your average client? It's a mixed bag. I've had famous people, their agents or management, contact me for parties. I've had regular Joes that just want to prank their wife or friend. I get fed up single mothers, tired of their kid shit. You name it, they're calling me. Do You only show up at events you're invited to, or do you sometimes wander around as wrinkles? I don't wear that thing any more than I have to. It's hot down here. Add rubber gloves and a polyester clown suit and mask. And things get sweaty and uncomfortable real quick. I work to gigs, and the minute I'm able to, I take it off and get back into regular dress. Is there anything you won't do for a client? Yeah, there's a long list of things I won't do. Also, it's 21 plus to hire Wrinkles, so all you kids keep calling me to show up at your school during recess. It's not going to happen. Um, okay, what inspired Wrinkles? No matter where you're from, there is some story about that guy that will get you if you're being bad. When I was a kid, I was scared to death of the Sandman. My father told me that if I stayed out past the time the streetlights came on, the Sandman would get me and I'd never see the light of day again. That scared me until I was, his words, old enough to start chasing pussy. Uh, I know someone started a Kickstarter for a documentary about you. Can you tell us if that's still happening? A couple of guys approached me about a documentary, but nothing really came of it. Recently, I've been talking with another production company in L.A., um did you hope to become an internet celebrity when you first started uh, we get call. i get calls all the time saying we saw your number on facebook you're ugly and you should kill yourself if that's what fame is then yeah i guess you could say i'm famous but i'm not that great at internet and can barely use a phone so i take no responsibility for internet fame will you be very busy at halloween halloween is always a busy time not just the day of but the whole month leading up to it Last few years I was down in some fancy smancy neighbourhood in Naples, but this year I have a private party I'm doing for some big wig in town. Okay, so, lovely. We have a professional fucking clown in Florida that fucks people up.
4: Awesome.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I've said it many places. Um, (laughs) the, The current clown thing, it may be a coincidence, it may not be, uh, but, you know, there's a remake of It coming out next year. Uh, yeah, I know. Although I this, so. this has been said. A spokesman for New Line Cinema released a statement acknowledging that New Line is absolutely not involved in the rash of clown sightings. When film companies say shit like that, I automatically think, yeah, you have been doing some of it. <laughs> yeah. Not of not all of it, have. but they might have done a couple of stunts just to get you know the scary clown thing yeah. more prevalent Permanent. in people's minds.
1: Well, I mean, when I first heard about the scary clowns, and it was a couple of years ago, um, it was over your way. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'm not even sure what to say about that. I think it, it just it, as is. somebody
2: mentioned it goes in cycles. I mean, it, yeah, they had. There's a rush of it in the 80s and the 90s, you know. Yeah,
1: It just comes around
2: every so often.
1: Uh. Yeah, but it's freaking wrinkle. I mean, clowns (laughs) and I I, I just, I don't know. It's ridiculous to be afraid of a clown. I don't get where that comes from. Like, when did that happen, that they became these horrible, scary monsters? Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. When you see a clown and it's hanging out at you know, in the local uh, cemetery, creepy. But, you know, any other time, really, are, are they that scary? Because I don't think they're that scary. I think no. they're just different.
2: I, said, I the, don't know. Uh, I, 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 I assume the remake will, they will try their best, but, yeah, scariest clown to date is Tim Curry as... Pennywise. It. Yeah,
1: yeah, Pennywise,
2: yeah. Now that that that's a scary clown. <laughs> Everyone kinda agrees on that one. Uh, well, but yeah, yeah normal it, clowns, yeah, not that scary.
1: Yeah, yeah which I, I so I they don't can't even clown.
2: chase you. They've got these big floppy shoes. So you yeah. know.
1: I know. I mean, I, I just I don't know. I, I and it's not just that. There were a couple of clown movies that came out, and then there's another oh, there's a, there's a, thing. There's a whole
2: genre of yeah, um, horror films based around clowns. It's a whole Killer series. clowns. Yeah,
1: yeah, which is so weird. Killer clowns. So strange. And you,
2: you get that as well because you, um, uh, some people are scared of dolls, so you have doll horror films, and then people make a fuss about dolls. You know, it's it's people. Yeah. in cycles. They 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 ramp up idiot Massive. on one particular. Scary well, thing.
1: I, yeah. I kind of think it's like a mass hysteria thing, right? Yeah. It, it's gotta be, right? It's just, it's like the Salem Witch Trials all over again only without the lovely Urgot.
2: Although it must be said, yeah, over your way, yeah, it's uh, been a bit more serious than the clown stuff in the <laughs> UK because, yeah, there's a few people been trying to do the pranks with clowns in the US and it hasn't gone well for them.
3: You well, know.
2: Cause yeah, they have had the shit kicked out of them.
3: Well, so, yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, yeah, and that's that's definitely going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it's not. I don't know. It's just not the. It's not the weird thing that people think it is. There's far weirder in. There's way more stuff to be scared of than that. And he made a good point about you know. Politics. Politics is scarier than clowns. Yeah. If people would admit that, I, I think things would go a lot smoother.
2: Oh, and, and and I can make the your clown in the cemetery more scary. Okay. He's standing there, not looking at any of the graves, holding a partially deflated helium balloon.
3: <laughs> just that staring just into be...
2: space. See, that's scarier. That, you're that's like, what's he sweet. doing? <laughs> standing yeah. there holding a balloon.
1: That's weirder. That yeah, such... you,
2: you I don't find horror films scary, funnily enough. Um
1: You know see,
2: I'm I'm scared of real things. You know.
1: I'm scared of real things too, but if I'm gonna watch a horror film, I prefer what I actually like. I like Alien and I like Predator. Those are the horror films that scare the shit out of me, especially the Alien franchise. That well, is and... it's
2: it's 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 shock driven though. Something right. happens suddenly, you know they've they it's all quiet, tense build up, everybody's talking quietly, dark, blah, blah blah, and then they do something quick, fast, shocking,
1: right so it's but, I wouldn't
2: really call it a horror film,
1: well, it's not horror in the no. traditional sense it's what science fiction thriller maybe yeah.
2: some something like that
1: so I just happen to like both of those those franchises as far as like scary movies. We'll call them scary movies, because they're kind of scary. Not super scary. A scary movie,
2: yeah, that's a good film. <laughs> <laughs> the original it one, f- not the sequel. It
1: makes it makes fun of everything, it really yes. does. You know, Scream? Uh, not a bad bunch of films. But certainly not the, I don't know. Everybody acted like it was, and I guess for its time it was kind of new and innovative, but then they just kept fucking making them. One, two, maybe, any more than that was ridiculous. But um, still didn't really do much for me. I like my horrible things to come off world. I'm just better with that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a a reasonable horror film. Uh, Darkness Falls.
1: You know, I've never seen that. Uh, that, and what's the one about the cabin? Well, cabin the cabin in, the in the Woods.
2: It's funny. I've never, it's I've never just se- funny.
1: I've never seen that, but I've heard it's very Lovecraftian, and it's supposed to be very good. Yeah, but it, it's,
2: it's, it's comedy horror. It's, you know, if you find that scary, there's definitely something wrong with you.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, I, no. I mean, I think everybody likes to laugh while they're getting their... So I don't think it's my favourite
2: about... weird comedy horror, Bubba Hotep.
1: Bubba Hotep.
2: Yeah.
1: So oh Bruce my god. Bruce
2: Campbell's in it. I've
1: I've seen it. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm like, oh my god. It's
2: brilliant though. I mean everything all the weird shit in the film is explained. That's the scary bit about it. It's not yeah. anything that happens in the film. It's the fact that the plot makes sense. You're like, what? How did they manage that? Really? <laughs> That's just nuts. Yeah.
3: <laughs> if yeah, you have, if any
2: anybody listening has not seen Baba Hotep, go watch it. It's hilarious.
1: Bruce Bruce Campbell also does a really good job as Ash.
2: Oh the yeah the, the new TV show is, is quite funny. Um,
1: haven't seen it yet. Oh so
2: right. you're, yeah, you're I'm surprising.
1: Spoiling. Yeah, not really. No, it's it's not C-SPAN, and it's not my vacation time. I've, I've so been
2: watching Vikings the last couple of days.
1: How's that? Yeah, it's pretty How good. That? I mean, that was on the History Channel, correct?
2: Well, uh, no, no, not in the documentary. The drama.
1: Oh, there's a drama. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I believe you haven't it.
2: heard? Yeah, this is why. See, you don't watch TV. It's it's one it's one <laughs> of the big shows. Vikings. Like oh, yeah. I've, it started in 2013. I finally got around to starting watching it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, funnily enough, it's about Vikings, so there's lots of violence. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of... I don't know. Like I said, I don't do... There's things I don't do. TV is one of the things I don't do. I do a lot of reading. I'll do C-SPAN, which will either put you to sleep or you'll be sitting there going, oh, I need to pop some popcorn. Shit's going down. And it's just kind of funny to me, yeah. the stuff that happens there. It's, like I said, I've, I've seen, like, your parliament. Yeah. Oh my god. I've seen <laughs> when they broadcast, pro- I've seen them, like, getting into fights and then sitting back down and going back about their day Yeah. in parliament. So... Oh no, if you're, if, you're,
2: if you're really bad, though, you get, you, get, you, get, you get asked to leave.
1: <laughs> you're not allowed
2: back that. the rest of that day it's like you know being sent to this <laughs> teacher's office you know the headmaster's office it's quite hilarious <laughs> yeah. and they behave like children so yeah
1: <laughs> well yeah that's that's what politics does oh so not that this matters to anybody but um so I had a headache that wouldn't go away this, this feels like it feels like the story of my life talking about my headaches I had a headache that wouldn't go away and I bought some KT tape for my husband's shoulder because it was just, he needs it taped up. I think he's got some sort of um, um bursitis or something in it from overuse. So I bought that to tape it, which did nothing for him, but I was like, I was trying everything and my headache wasn't going away. I didn't want to take any more of my prescription stuff. So I got the KT tape out and I watched the videos for taping for migraines. I taped for it. Headache's completely gone. Hasn't come back. I was like, wow, I guess the way you hold your head and the curve of your neck really does have a lot to do with whether you're more vulnerable to getting headaches or not. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting.
2: People who have, um, Spine curvature get more
3: headaches. Oh, it's literally I guess, their cause...
2: their posture's not right, and that screws up the your circulatory system. Uh, yeah, that means you're well, not holding your head right, and, yeah,
3: yeah. But I mean, which is I, why they get I, a
2: shitload of physical therapy. Uh, yeah, to correct posture and everything.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't have massive curvature, but I do have bone spurs down by my hips. So it changes the way I walk and everything. And so like my feet, there are, there are portions of my feet. Like if you walk, there are portions of your feet that never really hit the ground. Um, those portions that never really hit the ground with me are constantly hitting the ground. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm screwed up in a whole bunch of different ways, which that's fun to learn. But um you know i cope with it pretty much pretty well
2: well I'll, i think here's here's a good one for you i'm on the opposite end of the scale i i get lots of people complaining at me because i'm too quiet when i move
3: mm-hmm, I have that. And it's not
2: because it's i'm doing it deliberately it's because i walk properly Literally heel to toe, heel to toe, yeah. properly, is- and my feet aren't splayed out or too straight. You know, I, I walk with a yeah. proper natural action. Consequently, this means I don't make very much noise when I walk.
3: I despite don't make being, a lot of
2: notes. Despite being two hundred and forty pounds and six foot, which really scares yeah. people for some reason, um, <laughs> I'll, 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 you know, I'll come up behind somebody and say hello, and they fucking go through the roof. I had a flatmate who kept insisting he wanted to put a bell on me. I went, Well, it wouldn't make a difference because I walk evenly so it wouldn't ring. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not like that. Um, I think. Somebody was saying that it's it's just my back is destroying my discs. It it is, but this is technically what I have with the bone spurs, and I'll stick it in the chat just because it's kind of interesting. It's it's not something you read about a lot.
2: Oh yeah, and I Um, I don't sneak around in a clown suit. I'm I'm (laughs) overweight golf.
1: I think very could probably be pretty fucking intimidating without a clown suit. I don't think he needs it.
2: If I wear a suit people get intimidated.
1: Because <laughs> like, I oh. look
2: like a mobster. <laughs> you know, he's like, I've got a you know, I've got, f- f- for people who haven't seen me, I'm six foot 240 pounds and I have a 45 inch chest. I am not small <laughs> in anyone's <laughs> standards. So when I wear a suit <laughs> people it like, kind of oh, looks shit. like, you know, the whole bodyguard criminal type Thing you know,
1: (laughs) so people are going, Oh crap, somebody crossed somebody.
2: (laughs) Well, that, and if it's if 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 it's bright light at all outside, I'll be wearing dark glasses because otherwise I get migraines. So, yeah, I wear dark glasses a lot. Yeah,
1: um, see, I don't, uh, I'm not intimidating, I'm I'm kind of like my husband compares me to a badger. Which is not insulting. Believe me, it's actually not insulting because they look completely normal until you come up on them and then they will fucking chase you.
2: Oh, oh, another good one I can do, actually, that freaks people out. You'll like this. uh Uh, I've mentioned it before. I had eye surgery when I was young.
4: Right.
2: I I, I can control my blink reflex. (laughs) So when I stare at somebody, I can do so for quite long periods without blinking, uh, Tends to freak people out.
1: Fucking <laughs> weird. That non-blinking thing. That that. Uh, that makes, well, that, I
2: had to have. Weird. Um, I had to have weird therapy after I had the eye surgery to basically restart my blink, blink reflex because I had surgery on both eyes and it was muscle surgery. You know, they altered the muscles, <laughs> so I didn't. Bl- I I had a delayed blink. I'd blink, <laughs> and one eye blinked at a different speed from the other.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's fucking strange.
2: It's their fault. Is... They've messed with my eyes.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it's not their fault. I'm just saying it's fucking. That's got to be fucking weird. It's got to feel weird for people to see it. I that, guess that it... that
2: freaks people out as well. Blink, but one eye blinks at a different speed to the other.
3: <laughs>
2: Takes them ages to notice something's wrong, though. But it puts them on edge. Just something that simple.
3: Well,
1: right, but you know what else? Like, it, people freak out over the weird shit. Yeah,
3: who knows?
2: Well, <sighs> I, I talked to a psychiatrist recently about it, and I'm like, the list of phobias and fears enormous. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you definitely need a really really big book to put all of them in one. And I know this from well, we've talked about it before. I play role playing games,
3: mm-hmm. and.
2: Horror is one of the genres I like. So, right. me and a friend, we have this list of all the psychoses, fears, terrors, and other psychiatric things that can happen to people.
3: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. So, Pete Burns died, huh? Yes. Yeah.
2: Not a huge surprise. Uh, I- no he, he really was not about health problems for a long time
1: yeah uh he um, was the singer from dead or alive
2: yes uh there's another one as well oh is it yeah bobby v died for for much older people
1: <sighs> okay uh so we're not talking to me then okay <laughs> good um and you know huh who knew
2: Oh, no, and uh, a, a few a couple. Uh, was it a couple of days ago. Steve Dillon died. Oh, I was very sad. He's a comic yeah. book artist.
3: Oh no.
2: Worked in 2000 AD, created Preacher, one of the TV shows oh, that I meant, really? I've mentioned to you before. But yeah.
1: <laughs> one of the TV shows that you've got to yeah. watch in your spare and worked
2: time. on yeah. the Hellblazer series and other stuff. So yeah, <laughs> he died. Shame. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Two thousand and sixteen just needs to fuck right off. <laughs> <sighs> loads loads of really, really talented people have died this year. So yeah. I mean a you few know, die every year, but this year seems to have been particularly action packed.
1: Yeah. You know I guess since we're coming to the end, I'm I'm going to and I, I don't really say my opinion too much, but I really want to smack the people that don't want to go pay to go see A Billion Lives. I really do. You know, really? <laughs> it's kind of a big thing. I can't imagine people wouldn't pay $12 or whatever to go fucking see it. And then people saying, oh, it should be released on TV. Really?
2: Yeah, there's, there's a lot of crap being spouted both sides on this. Uh...
1: I, I just don't I I
2: I stopped partaking in the particular argument directly because yeah I was getting annoyed because yeah the, the effort of getting off the couch seems too much for some and they don't seem to <laughs> get that we're helping to promote the film because the company doesn't have the money to promote the film itself
3: yeah
2: and it's a it's a, a film that will be advantageous to vapors uh-huh. but vapors don't seem to give a shit
3: <laughs> yeah. And
2: and also the people who don't seem to know how media works. I have had people who claim, oh, I've read up on this and blah, blah, blah. blah, And you're like, (laughs) no, I I know people who actually work in the media industry. right?" Mm -hmm. So what they've done, they've spent a fortune making this film. Only a small fortune. Only, say, a couple of million dollars. Uh Just a small amount of money as far as films go. (laughs) And they need to make that money back because most of the money they got... Was from investors who expect returns. Yep. Therefore, it has to be shown in cinemas to make its money back. Now, loads of people have said, "Oh, um, one person, uh, I'm not going to name them, but mentioned, oh, they put it on pay-per-view on YouTube, and it had made its money back by now. No, it wouldn't have.
3: No, it not unless not.
2: it had six, seven million views, yep. because for a start, YouTube take thirty-two percent." of the pay per view money. Yep. And you have to have paid them you they'll take thirty two per cent or they buy it from you outright. Yeah. That's the choices. Either way, you ain't gonna make your money back too easily. And yep. people go, Oh, they put it on Netflix, things like that. And you're like, they're not <laughs> going to put it on Netflix because it needs to have some sort of track record or be created by Netflix, Amazon, whatever. Before it'll appear there. So they need to have like a financial run. It needs to be in the theatres, needs Mm -hmm. to have people watch it before you can go to these TV executives and go, Can you show this? Yeah. People don't seem to get that. I know we're in the internet age. Uh, (laughs) Lots of people keep, uh, lots of people have mentioned, Oh, cinema's dead. Uh, And you're like, "Eh, No, it's not. Its sales have been going up year on year since the mid 90s. Which was its I mean, whole point.
1: Here, here's the thing: as as conditions get worse and more depressing, people go to the theater. That's what they do. They can't afford to take a huge vacation. They can't afford to really do much, but they can afford like going to the cinema and like I do, four dollar days. You know what I mean? Four dollar days plus on those days, you know. Every ticket's four bucks, and then the concessions popcorn is, like, a dollar cheaper, and it comes with, you know, a, a small kitty soda. So, that, what they do by doing that is they pack the house full of people who can't yeah. normally afford to go. That's the only time I can afford to go to the movies. Yeah,
2: when I when, when I was a it. student, you used to get a discount if you had a student card. So, yeah. yeah.
3: I used I to mean, go along and
2: what? That was the last time I went to the cinema, was when I... Yeah. Just, I exactly. said we're talking. Before, I said before the show, the last film I watched in the cinema was The Dark Knight in
3: 2008.
2: Yep. Yep. And that's when, uh, I that was back when I was a student. Mm-hmm. So I I got in the film half price basically.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh. Because you know, yeah,
2: the, the UK phew, costs a lot of money to go to the cinema.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, no, I'm it's going it's to a see A
2: Billion Lives. The tickets quite no. cheap. Uh, after a booking fee and the ticket itself, it's only $12.25 or something was
1: charged. That's not bad. That's
2: cheap. Yeah. Yeah. For the That's UK. That's
1: not bad. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I wanted to ask you, what, and I didn't really talk about this. What do you think of what they're doing to the so the people that enlisted in the National Guard and stuff and got the signing bonus, and now they're making them pay it back?
2: I have no idea. I paid, really, I don't. I haven't paid attention they, to that at all. Yeah.
1: They're well, they're doing it to our our people here. Yeah, um, I haven't heard of, short, of that
2: at all. Because yeah,
1: really, because they were short of troops to fight in Iraq and Afghanistan, right? Mm-hmm. So California um, National Guard enticed people with bonuses of fifteen thousand dollars to reenlist and and go, and people did it. And now the Pentagon wants that money back.
3: And well, the, it's
1: going to take... No, it's okay. going to take the money from the soldiers. Mm-hmm. And it will garnish their wages or, or whatever. That's pretty fucking bad.
2: Yeah, whichever recruitment people who came up with the bonus idea, because the it is the Pentagon themselves, yep. yeah, they need sued.
1: <laughs> well, they do need sued, but they're taking money away from people that don't fucking have it.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, no surprise, that's normal operating procedure for most governments
1: Uh, Well, I I know that I'm just saying it's kind of it's kind of a big deal here I mean, people are very upset about it It hasn't appeared in the
2: media over here at all Well And again, we have our own issues with stuff to do with soldiers
1: Well, yeah, but you, you also have you also have Prime Minister that's just fucking terrifying so,
2: you know. Oh, no, no, uh, no. It's worse than that. I've got a prime minister who's terrifying. Uh, her whole cabinet's kind of terrifying. I also have a Scottish government that's fucking batshit crazy. Uh, <laughs> we're still technically in the EU and will be for the next couple of years. And most of them are nutcases too. So,
3: yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Yay.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, Margot says new planet. I, I don't think we actually need a new planet. But I do think it's time to start cleaning house. <laughs> uh, these people in charge, some of them have really got to go. That's all i yeah. got to say. Mr.
2: Musk, would one of your rockets reach the sun? What? Well, he'd say yes. But, <laughs> yeah, then we could load some people on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so- we're sending you to this. We've built this secret base on Mercury for special people. <laughs>
1: special <laughs> yeah I don't know uh, yeah it, it's time to clean house off planet that works too I guess that's it for tonight how very
2: that's up to you sure sure
1: yeah <laughs> I think so so music and advert
3: okie dokie it's,
1: it's coming up My on three hours.
2: come here I guess we'll never know it's like a kind of torture to have to watch the show
1: Why spend hours searching for in-stock ammunition when you can use AmmoSeek.com? AmmoSeek.com is a search engine for finding ammunition, reloading components, magazines, and guns for more than 300 calibers at more than 60 online retailers. AmmoSeek.com only shows items that are in-stock and readily available for shipping. You can search by caliber, grains, manufacturer, and more. The results are displayed by cost per round, so you are able to get the very best pricing on your ammunition of choice. Find ammunition at the best prices fast. AmmoSeek.com Thanks for listening, guys, and have a good night. See you next week.